All right. And we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito and Ebontis. Fresh on that Friday morning campfire. Nice little, you know, setup going on today. Some good guests. What's going on, man? First, E, how are you doing, sir? What's going on? Uh, a little short on sleep as I stayed up late for Returnal. Um, and then I had to stay up another hour to start Returnal, thanks to PS5 saying, hey, it's going to be ready at 10, <clears throat> 11. I'm sorry, I just messed up. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Returnal was fantastic. I got one run in about 90 minutes. I'm going to be streaming that later. Really, really cool so far. Love what it's doing. Um, yeah, cannot wait to dive into that. But other games aside, we also have had some spicy twabs recently. We got a lot of information and we've got an excellent guest to yes. talk about all of this destiny information about. So back to you, sir. Let's do this as we only do. Let's bring them in. All right. Welcome to The Last Word. Episode number 147. And it's a glorious Friday. We're back in front of the campfire for some more looter shooter discussion. I'm extremely excited about our special guests, so we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a lord whose passion for the Destiny franchise and hilarious swear jar interactions with his community make you easily flock to the chaperone-wielding Void Hunter. <laughs> Introducing the created host of the Pigeon Twitch and Pigeon 88 YouTube channel. The Lord of Guitar Covers, most infectious laugh in PvP, and the only man to survive brain freeze while eating a whole Cornetto on stream. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Scotland and making his debut at the campfire of the last word. My man, Lord Pigeon, how we doing, sir? Good morning. I good afternoon to anyone that's uh, tuning in from uh, my side of the pond. That is, I'm not going to lie, that is the best introduction I've ever had. Like, <laughs> the ice cream thing got me, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, man. Salute to, salute to you, brother, because when I saw it, I was howling left. <laughs> I am never doing that again, man. That was potentially the most, like, fleet of the moment, worst decision I've ever made. Uh, dude, it's good to be here. Thanks for having us in. Uh, I respect how early you guys are up uh, to get the podcast going. I'm not a morning person, so it's good to know that I got at least the, the plus five hours to uh, have a <laughs> snooze and do what I had to do. So, yeah, it's good to be here. No doubt. Nice. Pleasure to have you, man. We got some some quest- couple questions for the man. I know it's limited time, but we got some questions, right? I'll let yeah. you jump in. Uh, just want to say, like, I know, like, you're going through university and stuff like that right now, but your gaming history goes back fairly far. So... How is it been? Like, who got you? Who got you into gaming? And just what are some like highlights along the way um, of your kind of gaming history? Yeah, so I mind talking about this briefly. Uh, like, the first game I ever played was Sonic the Hedgehog on a Sega Mega Drive system. There was like a, an old family photo of me sitting up at a TV, controller in hand. Sonic's on the telly. You can see the Mega Drive with the cartridge out, nice. uh, like sticking out, and then I'm sitting there playing it. So that was kind of my first uh, like dabbling in games. <laughs> uh, my dad, he's always worked in IT mm-hmm. uh, or jobs, so he was always kind of up to speed with that sort of thing. And he always got this, got went to get the latest consoles. So it was the Sega Mega Drive. It was the Sa- Sega Saturn. Oh, Sega! Then, I like yeah, it. it, was, it was, yeah, it was Sega. It was Sega, man. Nintendo came later. Uh, if we're talking highlights, so I think it went when I got an N sixty four. And then, like, a PlayStation, that stuff was the game changers growing up. I remember, like, coming home from school, playing PlayStation constantly. Oh. Uh, 
Now you you I got I gotta stop you for a second there because you 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 do the Mega Drive stuff is, is classic. Like that is like you're, you're in his Sega bag right you're, now. You're, so. you're, you're, you're touching the touching the heart <laughs> with, with that one, right? So salute to you on that. I want to um also yeah, Sega kid all day. Oh yeah, <laughs> all day and Mega Drive was huge. I thought it was a ringtone, by the way. Stop. <laughs> I did. If I had a text tone and it was the Sega uh, fanfare. Uh, it had to be done. I, I was just pure geeking growing up. So I, I, res- I respect the Sega love hardcore. I, and I, yes. You also got the PlayStation One love. There's a specific game though that I saw that I gotta ask you that really touched me. Not a lot of people talk about this in the PlayStation One. Sukoden. Sukoden. Yes. Brother, talk Sukoden. to me. Real quick. More, more specifically, Sukoden Two. So. Um, my, I had a lot of relatives who were into their RPGs, their mm-hmm. older relatives, and uh, Sukoden was one of the first games that I watched them play on their PlayStations because, like, family time was going around each other's houses and, like, either staying the night or um, just hanging out at, after dinner, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would, we would all gather around the TV. And this is one of those, like, I don't know, cultural things, but <laughs> the in, in the like family houses in scotland like there was the big tv which was in the living area oh, I know as really going. Oh, yeah. you know where we're going so, and like the kids crap tv in the corner <laughs> kids crap TV, right but uh, we had this we used to visit my grandparents house on the weekly and they just let us use the big tv oh, but I was oh man that, oh. that was it so after dinner we're all crowded around watching like the eldest cousin playing uh, PlayStation games or whatever console and thing was relevant. And mm-hmm. Sukoden was, was one of the first games that stood out to me because I was sitting there reading all the story, getting involved in everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually that became me going to my parents, can I can I get that Sukoden game? And <laughs> they, they uh, like, it was hit or miss. I like just asking for a video game. But uh, I was lucky enough that my parents like picked it up at one point, have like visit uh, like the shopping centres. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where it started, yeah. RPGs, wow. Sukoden. That's uh, awesome. I always just remember, like, I had I no idea what was going on, by the way. <laughs> I just loved playing it. I was like, this is it. I'm that person now. I think it's because uh, you got to name your characters and stuff. Like, yeah, I loved doing that. <laughs> that was, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. So you'd name them after... Mm-hmm. You'd name them after everybody in the family and stuff. So that was, like, a, a big selling <laughs> point cool. for RPGs. Yeah, that's cool. That's uh, cool. Um, but I remember at that point in time, the trailers were out for Final Fantasy 7 oh, on PlayStation. That's and big. Yeah. Like that week, I'd see a trailer for Final Fantasy 7. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And then by the time I went to my grandparents that, that weekend, the eldest cousin had Final Fantasy 7 <laughs> and was sitting playing it. And we were just sitting there watching like the Mako reactor sequence, just pure. Like, I'm not even kidding, sitting cross legged on the floor. Yep, now. Oh, yeah, yep, like yep. this far from the TV. Like, oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, oh, man. Tremendous. So you got, like, in 64, I know you played Goldeneye, you got Final Fantasies, so this, like, witch's brew of RPG shooters, and then all of a sudden, you know, you you get the perfect one that that comes out. You get Destiny. Like, how how do you go from all of that? You skip Halo, though. The whole thing. Right. And then get to Destiny. (laughs) So... That like not didn't quite skip Halo. So in the sense of what consoles I had growing up, I never owned an Xbox till okay. way late in the game. Right. So my only experience with playing Halo was going to friends' houses. So 
like we'd be a night out in the town and then I'd wake up the next day crashing at a friend's place. The Xbox was sitting there. They were still passed out in the bedroom. I'm like, I'm going to play Halo because I don't care. <laughs> and they would come in and they'd see me sitting playing Halo and to them, there was no novelty because they played it to the death. I'm sitting there going, "This, I love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always was, was looking for like a Halo-esque shooter, but for PlayStation and I, mm-hmm. well, PlayStation 3, 4 at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, by chance, I was in um, a local game shop mm-hmm. and I, there was like a pre-owned section so I don't know if they do that stateside like you get discount games because they've been oh, handed back yeah, in yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely mm-hmm. you got your game stops and that so uh, I picked up at the same time I picked Bloodborne from oh, some software's game right here that's I, oh yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> you know, my I know, you've, mm. I know you've been playing those those games those adventure games mm-hmm. and I play I picked up Destiny 1 at that, that time without even realising I just looked at it I was like right cool Took them home. I actually jammed Destiny One in first, and it had it was at the time before I knew it was in its second year, like year mm-hmm. two and a half. Okay. So I had a massive update to do, so I couldn't play it. So I was like, right, cool. So I put on Bloodborne. I was like, right, cool. And I'd never played a from. I never played a Souls oh, game. Oh god! Or a I mean, game. I started with that too. Actually, that was my first one. Oh, was your first Souls? Oh, yeah. Bloodborne. Yeah. Yep. So I didn't know about the brutal difficulty oh, curve god. that these games dish out to you. Mm. And uh, I pretty much played it, and I, I was like, "No, I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't stand it, dying constantly." And I was like, "Right, cool." So the next day comes. This, this, I was on a holiday at the time because that's what I did. I started my holidays like I'll go buy some new games to play while I'm off this week or whatever. Mm. So the next day, Destiny One had installed its update, and I pushed play on it. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. Literally, the moment I fired the first gun. Yeah. That tactile feedback on the controller that just imitated Halo. It was just familiar. And then mm. seeing damage numbers on the screen, everything just went, whew, I was just sitting there. I was like, yeah. yeah. Yep, that's yeah. it. That's it all clicked. <laughs> it all clicked. It was, like, uh. obviously, the segue earlier was to coding. I played mm-hmm. all the Final Fantasy games. I love RPGs in that sense. Mm-hmm. But the other thing I missed, actually, was I was a big Call of Duty player. I played that with oh. friends on playstation 3 modern nice. warfare 2 was a game changer oh classic uh, yeah played, i mean that was yeah, that online. was the one yeah i was trash at it man i mean still trash this day kill streaks were probably like if i got five i was like yeah, yeah people yeah, out here with like 25 game. nukes and i'm like that's yeah. not me i'm i'm not doing that <laughs> that's so. a yeah. absolutely so mm-hmm. that that was one of the games as well in a more current sense before destiny so i, mm-hmm. I had that uh that feel for like more modernized first person shooters yeah. like Call of Duty. Yes. Um and then I found Destiny that day the same way I just told you so. Yeah, the rest was history. I that I honestly couldn't tell you. I just loved and breathed after that. Mm-hmm. Um, Is there anything the, that's pulled you away from Destiny? Like any cool experiences? Like I know we've touched Outrider stuff like that. Any big ones that pulled you in and be like, damn, this was really good and still sticks out in the course of like Destiny's like Obviously, like we live and breathe this thing, but is there anything in that seven years that's been like, yeah, that was still a good thing to step away for? Any big ones like that? Oh yeah, uh, I've been a big fan of like God of War. I remember buying, mm. remember, I remember getting God of War and going uh, to play that campaign. As that was right during Warmind, if I remember right, and uh, Warmind. No, no, yeah. sorry, I think it was during Cross of Osiris. Okay, and uh, I picked oh, up I God of War. Where you were fine. <laughs> It was exactly you know, that. It was. That was a good time. It was, take, it was take a great. Yeah, was like, that's when we started our podcast because we weird. started. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. There you go then. Yeah. I 
Mm -hmm. So I, I play God of War. I play a lot of single player games offline. Nice. Uh, I've recently started getting a lot more Metroidvania stuff. Uh, big fan of the Hollow Knight series. Well, uh -oh. say the series. Have you played Ori? I'm playing Ori right now, dude. I so... just finished the second one, dude. I just and I just did on. one and two. Oh. Tuesday night and day, man. Have you, have you cried between any of those games yet? Have they hit you like... I've, I've had a lump in my throat, definitely, man. Oh, dude, I was on stream and I had to shut the camera off because I'm just sitting there like... <laughs> dude, I, it got me like... Oh, it does, man. It, it, it gets quite emotional, for sure. Yeah, I was like, um, okay. Uh, I played Ori. I had, I had that or I bought that on Steam, actually. But uh, the second Ori, in fact, both of them are on the Xbox Games Pass. So um, I, I went back, completed Ori. Mm -hmm. and then I was like, right, I'll play Ori, this is the second one. So I'm playing that just now. One of the nice. things I like to do is like play in my Discord off on my, my off days from streaming, yeah. and that gives people a chance to come in, hang out, enjoy an adventure story, that sort yeah, of thing. Nice. Um, other than that, recently mm -hmm. I've been playing some Apex, big fan. Mm -hmm. I like the rush of just getting in, doing some PvP, win or lose. It's, it's a lot of fun, like you, just been in a game mode. Are you excited for arenas? Um, yeah, I'm pumped. I think definitely going to try that on launch. Um, I mean, I, I, it's good that we get a grace, a week's grace before the, the next Destiny season, so that'll be something to, to do. Just a little bit of time, but yeah, May is actually Bro. somehow stacked, so. Yeah. They, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's a conspiracy. They all know each other's oh, uh, yeah. major releases. Well, because we got Returnal, we've got Resident Evil, Destiny, Biomutant, and now arenas is in there too i'm like can we not like can we space this out please it's like you're in college and or university for you and you're just mm -hmm. like hey you guys need this all on the same day cool perfect timing thank you like same thing so oh yeah oh yeah it's always yeah. Been, man it's always something man yeah i wanted to talk to you about you know real quickly content creation as far as like i think one of the f like first of all you're hilarious <laughs> so i gotta salute you <laughs> on that like very entertaining <laughs> super funny I think the funniest thing I saw, like you had, um, you were doing like the the chat goes like no swearing for ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Thing. That's gonna be tough. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about that, and that's it. and I think that it, you had like a situation with uh Google and, and, and <laughs> <laughs> I saw I was dying, bro. It was so funny. You were trying to wow. say it, and then you 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 broke the protocol and you swore. <laughs> my face is yeah, my face is going red here. Right, so one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things on Twitch, one of the tools they give you is the the channel point redemptions, yep. uh, and you can have a lot of fun with them. Mm -hmm. So, um, I recently moved back home. I'm a, I was in a flat in Glasgow, city centre, mm -hmm. uh, but I had to move out due to circumstances, mm -hmm. but couldn't move anywhere else. So I'm back at my parents just now, mm -hmm. and my mum is always telling me to stop swearing. Now, uh, <laughs> yeah. I asked the gents here if what's the AK on swearing on the on the podcast. I was like, I'll do my best. I've got this point, a, you're, at this point you're, you're good. good. You're doing good. <laughs> you have a swear <laughs> button. That's amazing. Yes. He got a swear button. Mm -hmm. And Bob, yeah. Bob yeah. be on stream telling him about swearing, <laughs> and he presses the button. It's hilarious. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, one evening we're sitting chilling out, and my mom came into the room. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, come say hi. And then she's like, stop your swearing. And I was just like, hi, okay, I'll try. And then I ended up almost swearing straight away there. And then I was like, oh, oh. I was like, I've got the button. I've got the button. I was like that. So that's where that started. And I thought, do you know what? We'll do a redemption for my Q&A to make sure I don't swear for uh, 
10 minutes. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, and, that's reasonable. Uh, you can hold it. We recently, we recently decided to make it a swear jar. So if I fail, I was about to say F up there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting better. The jar's working. The jar's working. Good job. If I fail, then uh, we've got a set of charities which we'll donate to. Or oh, I, awesome. I, I will donate to. Uh, there and then. Uh, so this one incident, I someone redeemed it in chat. Mm-hmm. So from a timer, I'm using my phone and I go, well, I was going to beep here, I go, hey Google. Right, it didn't pick me up. Oh no, it did, it did. So I did that and Google took so many like turns to get the timer going that I ended up swearing at my phone before <laughs> it even set the timer to not swear for 10 minutes. I loved it. I loved Absolute it. disaster. I was like, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'll just throw like 10 bucks in the jar. It's fine. It. I'll just get done with it. That's amazing. You gotta, you gotta see it. It, it. I think you got it up on TikTok. Yeah, it's I'll go hilarious. look. Oh, yeah. Good, I, good it was a good clip. That was a great yeah, clip. That was a great it's, clip, brother. Something I take a lot of pride in is just like organic moments like that. Just it's so, so inwardly me that you can't, it's just, yeah. And yeah. that, that, that's that's what I love about having like the live stream because it captures that. And that was just, it was brilliant. And people always, people do redeem in the daily. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, no, that's, a definitive feature. That's mm-hmm. a perfect one. Um, yeah, that's kind of one of those things too. It's like, I try and be reasonable. When I do my videos, I really try and keep it clean. One, because I know my two nephews are like, watch all of them. So I definitely have a younger audience there, at least two of them that will, my brother would be like, dude, can you stop? Um, (laughs) So he would call me out. But on the other side, when you said the live stuff on stream, that is truly some of the best pieces about being live. And it was like, hey, when it was Ori and I'm sitting here, I'm just like watching this. I'm like, guys. And they're like tear jerking, like emotes and chat. I'm over here like, all right, I got to like wipe the eyes. You guys like know what's happening right now. But same thing for you. It's like when they're like, when you have those moments with your community and you hit like the swear jar or like, you know, the brain freeze and all those things that go through, it's like, that's one of those things about streaming that nothing else kind of captures. And when you've got a community and yours has just been exploding. So congratulations. Yours is awesome. But when you get those moments, it's like, Oh, those just like stick. And then it's like, then it's like inside jokes for those who are there and it just hangs around for a while. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I love it, man. And what it is is you have a lot of fun. And I love that in the community. Last question for you is the pigeon name and the coop. Yeah. How did, that, how did the whole, how did you adopt the pigeon, man? How, why did that become part of, of it's your not a gl- It's not a glorious fancy bird, so now I gotta yeah, know. Like, <laughs> it's I bald know. eagles, yeah, no, like, just, like you know. Pigeon. So, like, there's so many stories that, we, that I told over the years. Now, it was, it was a nickname originally uh, from high school. And the source of that in its own is like a mystery. The one story I've always stuck to at the time was <clears throat> I had really bad posture. I'm obviously a, t- a taller person. So I used to walk with quite a, a slouch. Mm. And I, remember, I actually can't remember being like that. I just walked with a slouch. My head was down. And uh, someone, just someone in the group, like the, the communal area at school, just said, You walk like a pigeon or something oh. like that. And people just started calling me pigeon. Oh, like yeah. the bird. And uh, that that's just, that's all I know at the time. But uh, fast forward, I got I I loved social media growing up, so MySpace came into my life, and I kind of adapted the pigeon name and I typed it the exact way you, you see it today, like all those years ago. I love it. All those years ago, and uh, it stuck as a nickname, so it went on my PSN, it went on like my gaming accounts, and it was the, it was just everywhere. So that was it was a nickname, and it was. 
it's just a, I don't know, it was a screen name as well, I guess. <laughs> and eventually, like, I made a Twitch account. Love it. Uh, I mean, I wasn't serious at the time, but at least I, I'm, I'm actually to this day glad that I nabbed the, the pigeon uh, yeah. URL and all that, um, not knowing how serious it would all get. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of where it started from. It was a nickname, and people always remembered it. I think the one thing was, anybody ever met in my life, people always remembered that name. It was very easy oh, to remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so, exactly. And like recognisable as well. So I think that in its own was just a bit of a blessing. Um, I kind of got lucky with that one. Uh, so I that's the unofficial story of nice. the name Pigeon. As far as the community name, like, I do I mean, know it was just Pigeon in the poop, moment that, as that well. That makes sense, yeah. I was just like, I made a Discord one day. Uh, I'd been I'd started streaming again. I was like, I need to make a, a Discord now and try and get a proper like everything going offline. Mm-hmm. And I just called. I just like pigeon something this pigeon coop, and that just, oh. just yeah again. So kind of, it Perfect. did kind of just come to me. Uh, that was the Discord name, and then that became the community name as well. So. Nice. Nice. Salute, brother. I love it. I love how you adopted it. Love hearing it, the history behind it. And fun community. Fun community, man. Salute to you. Definitely keep up the good work, sir. Thank yeah. you, sir. A last <laughs> one. I like last one. I got to get in, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said it as well. A lot of Twitch is not only American, but like how yeah. often are you frequently asked about what did you say or the accent and things like that? Because there's little <laughs> things like flavor. when we're sitting here talking, I'm like, OK, I got took me like a second to get there. But. Is that like a common thing which you're like translating your own speech every so often? People just like kind of roll with it and not not a big deal. That's quite funny you should ask because uh, I recently added closed captions to the stream. Um, and that, some people have had them on and they've read back some of the things that's been said. Like one of my <laughs> friends in chat, uh, Oddpog, you might see him there. Yeah, he, was, he was renamed iPod. <laughs> 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 I was just like, that's brilliant. Um, Honestly, the li- like there is a semi-language fire because like when even though I'm Scottish, I've also got a whole set of slang and uh, mm-hmm. jargon that I use that people might not understand. But mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. A lot of people have came to the streams and said, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> but I bloody love it. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like, tell you what, watch this some more. You'll eventually understand what it's all about. And honestly, I think that's actually kind of stuck. A lot of people have... Um, understood eventually started to understand what i'm saying if mm. not they can, they can just kind of brush over or get get the gist of what i'm saying when i say it so no that's it i yeah what well, there's a, a semi-language like, buyer but i also think a lot of people don't hear a scottish accent yeah on it's not yeah. that yeah it's not that you hear you know you probably hear british or other things like that but scottish is actually not that often so you're probably a you know a yeah. rare one out there are there any give us two cool slang words and then we'll move <laughs> Because I feel like you've even corrected me on Twitter before. Like, I feel like I asked somebody Scottish and like you almost chimed in a long time ago. I remember that. But yeah, give me two slang words that are cool. Dude, I couldn't like come up with them off the top of my head because they just just flows. I just roll out. I think for you, yeah. For us, we're like mesmerized. You're like, oh, give me something. <laughs> like, well, there was one the other the other day. Like a simple one, please, would be all right. All right. So that it's it's just all right, but it'd yeah, be like all right. I I, t- I would type it A W right, so it'd be all right. So that's uh, all right, mate. How you doing? What he said? Can uh, you say purple burger alarm? Purple burger alarm. I don't know why. Where's about that? It's, <laughs> in fact, I know exactly what it is. See, I used to actually uh, roomed with someone from California, and they were obsessed with the Scottish accent. And one of the 
the ones is obviously like the there's been a murder and it's because when you're Scottish you, you go dur uh, they've got a strong murder. they've got a heart it's heart yeah yeah so that, that's for all you people in chat that are um, looking for a Scottish fix a, a classic Scottish fix oh, so we've man. got alright mm-hmm. and oh, I watched one of these things the other day one of my friends put a video about Scottish slang and I've it's <laughs> it's escaping me somebody said like crack C-R-A-I-K crack crack that's more of an Irish thing yeah what's the crack what's the crack what's the crack that's more of an Irish thing war U-A-R-E Alright. Alright, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, nah, I've not heard that one. There'll be stuff that I don't know. Huh, okay. Yeah. No, so I was just I'll, curious, leave so. these, I'll leave these with alright. If you can if you can master that, then right. you're you're not a winner. All right. Especially in the heart of Glasgow. Alright. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, man. Good history, good stuff. We gotta get into some what's going on with this game, man. Yeah. So, yeah. how's uh, which class are you guys supporting? Uh, just to clarify, Titan here. We got uh, warlock delegation here. Yeah, <laughs> I've been I've been a lazy hunter, man. I've been a cliche <laughs> lazy hunter. You're mm. living up to the bill, there, sir. Way to go, holding holding strong. Mm-hmm. Is anybody gonna get the um, challenge triumph for like the seventy five out of seventy seven? Is anybody gonna check the box for all of them, or have you already done it? Pigeon. Nah, make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite Meaning. bad. I'm I'm quite slow on the the whole complete everything. I do. I just play the game the way I want to play it. So if, probably for the best. If, yeah. If, if someone asks me to deviate how I play, then I'm very unlikely to do it unless there's like a a good reward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's like the four thousand brightness. I'm like, I'll spend the four bucks if I really need it. I'm good. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't care that much. But the big first news, I got to let my man with the rose tinted glasses talk about his favorites over there. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Did you besmirch my moment, my vlog, my voting? How dare you? Oh, that was too easy. Anyways, we got something coming up next season. And sir, you got to tell him. Yeah, man. Ready, set, raid. They put the news out, man. In case you haven't heard, the Vault of Glass is coming back. Go live on May 22nd at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm sorry, what day of the week is that? Saturday. Hey, that's good for everybody. That's good for everyone. We got more things that are good for everyone when we when we hear about it. So yeah, man, they basically said that um we're gonna go up against Atheon again. And uh story the story isn't changing, but they mo- we, we may notice differences. They said our goal was to keep it uh, similar to feel similar how we remember, but we made some updates to bring this content up to Destiny 2 standards. So again, we're doing that. Then they got the uh world first race. They said they talk about that kicking off in 2014. They want to know how they want to recapture the moment. So basically, these are the things they're going to uh, shake up the race with. So it will launch with contest mode enabled for 24 hours. Now, this was big. You need to be only at 1300 power. Check. Already done. <laughs> yep. To be at the cap for all. That is huge. That is It's honestly smart. And smart. More engagement. Yep. Everyone's in. Clearing Volta Glass with contest mode active is the first step to access the new challenge mode in the director and the Tempo's Edge Triumph. Completing Tempo's Edge, a curated list of triumphs in this newly unlocked challenge mode will be how a fire team crosses the world's first finish line and claims their prize. To enforce the triumph requirements in the challenge mode, your team will wipe 
if you fail the success conditions during each encounter. Huge deal. We see the belt. We see what's going on with that Atheon on the side. So what do you guys think, you know, real quick as far as uh, challenge mode and all this good stuff? The man who owns the coupe, you go first. Yeah, with the coupe. Thoughts on it? Yeah, what you thinking, Pedro? It's... It's going to be so interesting. You re- we really hope at Ralphie. I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for some solid like updating because like I've been doing a lot of D1 raids recently, mm-hmm. and when you play Vault of Glass, there's, there's all that nostalgia that never stops. Mm-hmm. But when you actually get down to the core gameplay, you realize it's very primitive mechanics mm-hmm. from the games, or obviously it's first raid. So, yeah. um, hopefully we'll see some like evolution for how that feels in destiny 2 hopefully the way because we can do loads of stuff in destiny 2 like compared to d1 yes um on the platforms and uh, looking for like not to be too much a cakewalk as well like right. people, well a lot of people know how to do the raid mm-hmm. like i don't want it to be like the a pure proper speed run world's first race mm-hmm. um, 30 minutes crap <laughs> yeah like speedrunners just go in zoom through like bypassing it because they've got the knowledge out to the encounters uh, obviously once the challenge the whole challenge mechanic kicks in that's pretty interesting though um the only thing i wondered for that was is it going to be a checklist that you can see like comp- right. this is what you need to do or yeah, is it going yeah. to be is that going to be a blind factor that's what i'm kind of curious for mm-hmm. um so that 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 in its own if it's blind then that could be interesting mm-hmm. if it's if it's a checklist, then it's there for you to do, and you know what you need to do. Uh, that again is what I'm intrigued. I would, I prefer, I would prefer it to be blind, so you've got a bit of working out to do, even if it gives you just a, a small clue as to what to do. Uh, I'm super excited for all the weapon drops coming back. Everyone that knows me knows that I love Fatebringer. It's my favorite mm. gun in the franchise out, yeah. outside Chapel, and that is. And uh, getting that back in my loadout is going to be amazing. Oh, fun, although it's going to be that or Chaperone. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah. So, you can use both. Um, you know, equip them both. You're good to go. <laughs> there you go. Um, other than that, I'm excited. I'm I'm going to. I've already booked my time off. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a bash. I don't sense a world first for myself yet, but I'd love to give it my best shot. Um, we we got to see if maybe the ninja and I might actually play that one. So it would be it would be in respect to my co-host and. Probably about 150 episodes later to join him for the foray back into the Vault of Glass. So we'll see if we can make that happen. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Original teams. So I don't he... I don't know if I'd ever play Fetch my original team. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, guys, I'm going on without you now. I'm going on. <laughs> I've, I've gone on to bigger and better people. This yes. is... <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, you're the one, you're the one that said it. <laughs> Uh, no that's like i think you're kind of where i'm at on it too it's like i'm curious to see i know the contest will be 1300 do you guys think challenge 100 will still be 1300 like cap just maybe more difficult or more mechanic based like do you think they'll level people up or do you think it's just going to be more of the triumph challenges and the mechanics to it i get the sense i feel like more mechanics you know saying more more things they've got to add things to it like pigeon said i mean you know a wyvern, much- wyvern champion? What? <clears throat> I know, right? They cha- oh, that oh, would be no. crazy. That would be crazy. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You got the Gorgon and all yeah, that stuff. So, oh, there goes Bob. Salute the Bob. So, um, yeah, like the whole thing is for me, challenges. I want to see how they implement um, 
you know, champions and things of that nature because you figure that's got to go. Because at the end of the day, Destiny 2 Guardians are too powerful for for the Glass in its original state. Yeah. Like, it would be a massacre. We would mop the floor with all the new powers. You know, I'm just thinking about Weller Radiance everywhere. I'm just thinking about all this stuff. Stasis even, right? Like, there's a lot of stuff that you could do to really control stuff. So I'm very curious um, mechanically what they add. I think that's the thing. And then the, the thing for me is the challenges, right? The challenges in reference to, you know, this tempos thing. And, and, and like Pigeon was saying, like, it would be cool if you don't see it visually, right? And everyone's having a... I think what's interesting is the whole team will wipe. If you don't get it. That's interesting. That's a different kind of thing. And and the last thing, yeah, thirteen hundred power was was a cool thing because it's like everybody gets in. There, yep. There's usually that thing where it's like, all right, man, you know, new expansion. We gotta grind, y'all. We gotta grind. We gotta get the level up. We gotta do all this stuff. No, Saturday for the most engagement. It's it's more. Everyone's gonna qualify, and it makes sense. It's a nostalgic raid. And yep. the last thing we think. Is which I'm not surprised. I know I saw some people were a little mad. I think Tassie was a little mad about this, but I'm not too like they, like some people wanted like this interwoven story of of Vogue, and he, they were like it's going to be self contained. And I had a feeling it, it's almost like you know dusted off an old CD. They're not going to like they put in the put in the put in the old remix. Yeah, you put in the remix. It's an old mixtape or whatever. You know, what I'm yep. like you're not. They're not going to write this elaborate story. And try to weave this in because me and you said this. E, like, how would they even do the initial encounter around the world? So you know, when you start up, you build the spire yeah, and all that. Stuff. That's still going to be there. Yes, but so, not in like an open place. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You won't be able to patrol Venus. They said it's going to be kind of an instance off area. I will be happy to see that sandbox again. I love the blue lava volcano. I miss that. So that's cool. Um. But it is going to be basically, I'm picturing just this like, you know, kind of cone straight into the entrance area. You've got the little opening, you'll run up, you'll have the platforms that you got to take care of and then go inside. Mm. So yeah, I'll be kind of curious how they handle that. Uh, one person in my chat did ask, do you guys think this will be free to play or do you think it's season content? Cool. I was going to say that. I just think it would be free. And it would be pro. nice if it was. Yeah, I think based on the light level alone, that sounds like it's a free to play thing yeah so that people can log in and play and it's a raid for them to play for free um so also i'll, I'll go down that whole path of saying it's technically not new content right. oh no yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so right. i'm not i'm not, i don't like open that kind of worms with chatting that but like yeah i i think it'll be free to play for all i think that'll be their a big selling point for uh picking up the game at least yeah. it, it, it would be a nice gesture considering uh, you know they're, they're not the talking about other things they're making the us giant elephant turd still stinking up the corner of the room yeah that's fine <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you know and as much as i you know e i've talked to me you talked offline about this as much as i love that this is coming back for the glass i just felt it was interesting you know after the week that we had last week regarding transmog and no mention you know, I got to say this because even I love Bungie, you know what I'm saying? You know, I love I love this game, but, you know, it, it's hard because Vault of Glass is like my most beloved, you, as, as E calls me, the rose tinted glasses with this thing. You know, this is the, the thing that got me into Destiny, made me commit to Destiny. I have an emotional connection, there's no doubt, right? And I'm excited for this. The only thing is, I, I just want the community, which I, I'm already aware you guys are cognizant, is that we love that we're getting this, right? 
But let's not forget, hold the line on Transmog. Let's not forget <laughs> that they did not answer or address any of the uproar the community had last week. And that, to me, is a problem. So it's almost like, oh, shiny squirrel. Remember this? Remember this? Remember, remember how we yeah. didn't just jerk you over? The <laughs> like, like keep, hold the line on Transmog. Now, granted, um, what you call it, Dylan DMG? Yeah, they he said they, something they, on Reddit. They yeah. made a, a small little, not in the twab, a small oh. little statement that was like, "Look, you know, we didn't feel it was in time, but you know, acknowledge or whatever." I just want to see that addressed. You know what I'm saying? Because we can't get distracted by this amazing thing that they yeah. given us to make us forget about the pain <laughs> they put us through last week. So hold the line, Guardians. That's all I'm saying. But we can't it. We can't enjoy this moment. It seems cool. Uh, and to, to your overall question, I would hope it's free to play. I yeah. would hope it's free to play. That more. Well, there, people- I was like, so there's not one right now, is there? There's not a free raid. They're all. Yeah, this will hey. be. Yeah. And, and like Pigeon made a good point. This is technically not new content. Yeah, it's no, it's book. not new. Yeah. I don't. If if that, yeah. if that's an argument you're having with anybody, it's not new. It's seven years right. old. The belt can prove that because it's silver. And not gold, and it's got the first raid team on there yeah. from seven years ago, which is cool. So you yeah, give yeah. Prime Guard their little shout out, and then you'll get your new clan name up there. But yeah, it's like even this is like, hey, this is the second time through. We're gonna we're gonna you know polish it up a little bit, but it's still yeah. it's it's Vault. It's been around for a minute, as you said. You've done Vault recently in D one. Now I am one thing I am very curious about that Triumph list. As you said, I'm hoping they're hidden. But also, I'm hoping because, shout out to my chat and stuff like that, they can find a lot of data mine stuff. I knew the entire seasonal challenge, every single triumph in there, when the season launched. Right. So if that list leaks, people are going to go back and play D1, try and figure out some of the ideas of what they can do to get a leg up. So I'm hoping, like, I would much rather have, like, a patch, like, Saturday at, like, 930, one of those things to, like, put it in the game. Or activate it or something so people can't look at it. I don't want that. So I'm hoping yeah. as you guys like hope the challenges are hidden as well as they can be. That's my hope. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I said, but uh, we got that. We got the challenge bowl. We'll see what happens. I, I am curious. Last thing I want, I'm curious Um, just the look, you know, just what an updated engine, you know, oh, yeah. how, how it's going to look in D2. I'm very curious to see, you know, graphically. And stuff like that. And and obviously, like like I just said, the drops, man. You know, when Fate Prager drops for a lot of people, the, the feels are going to come right back. You know, obviously, all the other cool weapons we want to see about that Mythic class, right? If that Mythic class like, is going to be there. Like, yeah, you kind of feel oh, like it has to be there. You know, if that, that's a big... We've had so many people come on the last word and talk about those drops and what it meant to them and stuff like that. So it's going to be curious to see those weapons into the sandbox in D2 standards. So I'm excited. Yeah. Well, so Vogue for sure. Should be fun. Should be good. Kagana might even check that one out. Might have to stream that one. Yes. Uh, sandbox. I feel like this is just literally your twab. So sandbox <laughs> is also your gen. This is your twab. So yeah, I'm going to cover like the high level stuff and then you can go through the detail. So first thing they wanted to talk about was heavy weapons. And they said they have three roles. There's ad clearing, single target damage, and burst damage. Okay, makes sense. They do different things. 
Swords, they're like, you know, they're ammo efficient for ad clear, single target sustained damage, secondary burst damage at the cost of being next to a dangerous target. Rocket launchers, burst damage or ad clear, secondary. Machine guns, ammo efficient ad clear, secondary single target sustained damage. Bullet point. We expect to adjust machine guns in a future season. They're not currently hitting this target. No kidding. You knocked them down <laughs> and they're still sitting low. So please get on this faster. Anyways, I don't have to. I'll go through a little of this. Linear fusion rifles, single target sustained damage. They're getting some discussion, so we'll get to them. Drum grenade launchers, burst ad clear, single target damage. Uh, exotic snipers also need some love. Single target sustained damage, where the target has a handy crit spot. They go through a couple examples. If you guys want to know how they use stuff in testing, read them. Mm -hmm. You've probably tried all of these. I did want to talk to you guys before we get to the specifics, though. The balance philosophy, because we've talked about this a little bit on here. Pigeon with the sub, man, the guests subbing live on stream. Oh, no. Shout oh, out to, with the big heart. To. I'm terrible at this whole heart thing. There. Hey, there, there, you there you go. Um, they have two approaches, and I wanted to talk about this with you guys, because we can go Get through it. details of how Let's perks work. This one I sat there like with stream yesterday, just like scratching my head. So you got big cool. swings. Make a big change that we believe will be immediately will immediately encourage new player behavior. Most mm -hmm. useful when we need to buff or nerf something hard enough that everyone can tell that it happened. The expectation that we may need to dial the tuning in later in a related, later release. Examples: the one twenty hand cannon buff in Beyond Light or the rocket launcher buff in Season of the Chosen. Incremental changes: take something that we feel isn't far from where it needs to be and nudge it a little at a time. It most useful when we don't want to overcorrect or make something overpowered or we don't want to make a change with huge test wake and would prefer smaller, safer changes. Examples, the precision auto rifle change outlined below and the season of arrivals, high impact pulse rifle change. So we have seen examples of this. They've truly mentioned like the precision auto change. It's bumping up by like one number, but then we also see everybody talks about rocket launchers for like two years and then we get 30%. Right. So I wanted to ask you guys, because I was sitting there going, it's like, okay, everybody's like, hey, rockets, rockets. Hey, how about rockets? Rockets need a buff. Hey, rockets, rockets, 30%, <laughs> here you go. And like somewhere over the course of that time, wouldn't it be easier to be like, okay, everybody talks about rockets. Let's give them like 10%, see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And my question to you guys is, do you think that they use the big swings to shift to the meta intentionally? Or mm -hmm. do you think they honestly save the bigger swings to get players to feel it more because if they slowly bumped up rocket damage over the course of like nine months and three seasons, everybody would be like, oh, these actually kind of do feel better. But it like so gradually got there, they don't feel it. I wonder what you guys think their philosophy is. If they intentionally want to like, hey, swords are getting a lie. Well, let's knock those down and bring the rockets up. Or is it more we want to make things impactful when we put them in? Because if it's like we slowly bump rockets up 5% every month, nobody's going to nobody's going to care. I've got stuff to say, but I want to be respectful to our guest. Pigeon, <laughs> you, sir. Thoughts? Uh, I, I do have a few thoughts. Um, a big factor on that, I think, is the content that they create. Um, I'm going to reference, like, The Reckoning. I don't know if everyone's done The Reckoning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it, was, it was a great example of, like, too much power creep and... Like at that meta, that point in time, too much power creep, too much tuning, over tuning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. For those that don't know, the reckoning was a like a PV event involved going up a bridge, shooting lots of taking, lots of big yellow bars and stuff. But it was such a cakewalk for our abilities and our loadouts at the time that the only way that they could design the content was 
to have things push you off the bridge. Mm-hmm. So, you from a distance. So, like, yeah. So fast forward to just now, if they're putting out, they're putting out a lot of glass, and and I think they're going to buff and change stuff in line with that coming out, so that it becomes a an experience that's still enjoyable, but not a cakewalk. Right. And that's before and after contest as well. Um, I'm trying. I'm just trying to articulate this here. Sure. Uh, as far as the changes go, I think some of it's planned for the content they're releasing. They'll they'll turn around and say, right, here's the new PVE event. I we think this this well, they've they've designed it based on the current sandbox, and then they might find out later that there's exploits and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's when they'll do a big, maybe a big sort of jet reaction, change stuff like the thirty percent buff the rockets. But then, as well as that, I don't, I just don't know, man. It's such a a tricky game. A lot of it's data balancing, like who's using what. I mean, I've seen a lot of reactions for one of the, the changes to Maida. I don't know if you were going to mention that in a second, but people are like, yeah, we want these changes in PvP, but they're changing the Maida catalyst effect. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, random. Right. So, um, I don't know. I really don't know, man. I think it's great getting new sandbox changes, the big, the big changes that make you go, oh, that's meta now. The only thing for me as a player, though, is... Like, I don't know how long to keep hold of a, a, a drop. I could go, that's an okay drop, but it's not meta right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big I'm a big vault hoarder. This has been a big discussion in my community recently. Right here. Vault horrible, yeah. horrible. I'm I'm living through my postmaster and character slots constantly. Yeah. It's bad. So like a big thing is like retaining loadouts and stuff as well. Uh because they're not getting touched until they're made meta. Yep. Um so I, honestly, I don't know how to answer this properly. It's great that they change stuff. I don't know what their I don't know what their overall philosophy is. I do think what content they're putting out has a big factor on how they change the sandbox for all the weapons, especially. Um, because I don't know if you guys also remember, like Sleeper Simon got a random nerf because it was apparently going to be busted for the the raid boss in Garden. I I never to this day knew no, what that potential thing that could one. be. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. It's a tough one. I like incremental changes. It's just as long as they can react fast. And I think they have been a bit more agile with their changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the sort the the short the small changes are definitely uh, to address like sudden feedback for sure. So, yeah. but the big changes, no idea, man. That's that's them trying to change how you play. I don't know when and what they decide. I mean, they've already. I liked this in the Twab, but they did say we've got these other things going to have a big change soon, like the LMGs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but we'll soon see what it is. Sometimes it does feel like the, you see one side of the community asking for insert change here, but they come out with a totally random thing. Yeah, you're like, huh? <laughs> so, yeah. I see why you're asking. I hope mm. that answers it in a way. Um, that's how I look at it. That's what they're doing, but I don't know the total reasoning behind it. Yeah, it's a good question. Before I a- answer the question that he's got, is um, I've waited a long time for this day. You know, Pigeon <laughs> mentioned my infamous, my favorite, my baby, one of my fa- even during the Gallahorn days when people were yelling Gallahorn, I was yelling Sleeper Simulant. Sleeper Simulant was my baby. I remember when people laughed at it, and I was like, bro, this thing is, it hits like a truck. I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Like, I, Vogue, so I, I brought Sleeper in there. I had so much fun. Like, Sleeper. And then what really hurt <laughs> is 
when D2 and Sleeper comes back and it it had for a, it had a brief run, you had the reflective stuff, all that good stuff, but you know, it got a subsequent multi nerfs. And I blame that evil gambit mode. That evil <laughs> gambit killed my baby. So that people were so frustrated, and I get it, you know, the invader would come through, look for whoever, and sleep at that part. I get it. They had to handle it. You know, and then we had uh, the reflection nerf. It was just nerf after nerf after nerf. And then what made it, what shout out to the cops, go on my. See, they <laughs> they don't it, agree either. They're they pissed. Agree. They clearly don't agree. But what made it worse was that in D2, acquiring Sleeper and that catalyst is one oh. of the brutalest grinds ever. You got to do Whisper. You got to do all these things to get this catalyst. <laughs> And then when you get it, you still got to unlock the catalyst. And then you got that, what is it? It was the raid just to get the catalyst and a random. It was brutal getting this. Oh, thing. Yeah. And to, again, to have this thing finally come back to see linear fusions. But shout out to Rick Hackers. He out here doing the Lord's work. I got to <laughs> shout out to homie. Rick Hackers, he's been on the, he's been on the, on the campfire many times. You know, he is like, when are linear fusions getting a buff? I've been sitting on it since um crap, the crow. Remember that? that uh, What's the activity that we used to do with the crow, the hunts, right? Yep. And he, they had some good, they had a good linear fusion in there, but it's like, yo, linear fusions are never good. And like, I forgot the name of it. Yeah, it might yeah, be. I, I forgot the name of it. What, what are, the, legend, the linear fusion in there is pretty good. It's a legendary one. But again, it's just that linears are so garbage that you just threw it in the vault. So it was one of those situations that I just kept things that I felt, okay, this had a good role, whatever. So I'm glad to see them finally address lineage getting to the philosophy thing what he's talking about i see your point uh pigeon in reference to i do think part of it has to do with the upcoming uh weapons that they plan on introducing right for the next season i this is my philosophy i think their reasoning is this and i with the big swings i think with big swings they tend to do archetypes more so yeah. they'll look at an entire archetype and be like, okay, you know what? Rockets are not doing it. Or I remember when grenade launches finally came up. We were like, oh, my God, grenade grenade launches used to be a joke in the heavy slot. I remember at one time. You know, that was that. So I think that's what – because, like, they even they even actually say it. They say they, they believe they, to immediately encourage new player behavior. So this is literally it. Incremental, my guess with them, E, is – Sometimes specific weapons, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of times they're like, okay, we don't want to just bash this into the ground or, you know what I mean? So we'll just take a little, you know, you get the 0.1% here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to say something. You're about to say something. No, no. Yeah. Like Pigeon and I are messing with each other in chat. Oh, this, okay. Good. Salute, salute to y'all. So um, basically it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, I think just like little changes. I know they're doing the... uh precision auto rifle stuff like that and that's an archetype but for the most part i think like exotic weapons or exotic, like sometimes it's like a very incremental I, I give them credit for at least explaining the thought process because that was something i always wanted to do but i'm gonna give it back to you e like you know what do you feel about big swing versus increment i, I don't I mean, get this the is always one of those times where i just want to be a fly on the wall i yes. want to understand like Hey, the whole world wants rockets. Yeah, we're still waiting. What about rockets? No, no, rockets? No, maybe. And then it's like, that's one of those prime examples because it got talked about so long. Like, rockets are just trash. They mm -hmm. were bad for so, they so were. long. And then finally it's like, how much are you going to give them? About a third more damage? You're like, seriously? Okay, those are going to talk now, but why did we wait so long to get there? 
That's one of those literal, like, (coughs) if rockets are all mostly that bad and they're worried about, and they're worried about overdoing it, well, as they said, try it smaller. And then, so what takes so long for them to settle? And then again, we get to another thing where it's like, how much time in do they have to test archetypes? Because then they mention like machine guns. Is that going to take all of season 14, which could be three to six months just to get, because it's like in a future season, I'm like, it's going to take you three to six months to figure out if machine guns are not strong enough. Yeah. We're about to make yeah. linear fusion stronger. Rockets are better. Grenades are decent. Swords. Well, those got crapped on uh, twice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's weird because it feels like most of the community can understand where things probably ought to be. Mm-hmm. And then when they get there later, I'm like, what's up guys, what you doing? <laughs> and I know they're so data driven. There's something I don't know, but that's the stuff like, I wish we could know. Like, but why it, did rockets it, it take 18 you. months Yeah, when you could be like, hey, 10% going to hurt anything? In, no, in, probably not. In fairness to you, I have to agree, because normally, you know, I'm very nice with development. But with archetype, like, especially linear fuel. Okay, you don't like sleeper simulate? Fine. But we know the entire linear fusion. You laugh. You roll your eyes when that dropped. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Come on, this this well, is straight like, to the what wall. was it? Line in the yeah. sand back in season of dawn. Oh, that oh, one yeah. never got to shine. It's already sunset. And yeah. like the, all the dawn weapons were still cool, but that one was like mm-hmm. cool. I got one. I had it in my vault. I had it in my vault till I deleted it till it got sunset. And I'm like, what? 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 That long? Like that's really? a long ass time. Yeah. Do you know what I think adds to that? That the bonus, and that's what we're just saying chat there. But when line in the sand came out. It was it had unique as hell perks. It had the fire in line. Fire it had like that you don't see that often. Mm. It's an, it's a it's a very stock perk. And the other thing was you had a focused farm for it as well. Yes. So the the play loop was you focus farm for something that had a lot of potential but never got to shine. Whereas now the, well you've got a focus farm again for the linear fusion in the game. Mm-hmm. And it's about to shine, but it's sad that you've had to do it twice. Again, that's uh, like a derivative from sunsetting. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what adds to that. You you get all these amazing things with unique perks that don't get to shine as well. Yep. Until they're buffed. Yep. Um, I myself, I was combing over my vault last night, just looking at stuff, going, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. Like, I've got, a, for example, I've got a Dire Promise. It's got osmosis on it. That's mm-hmm. a hand cannon, a one point oh. hand cannon. And it's going to, well, I mean, I wonder what the stasis effect is going to be. Sorry, I know you've not covered no, this. No, yet. no, we're, we're good. It's good. Yeah. We'll get there. But Ooh. like a bit foreshadowing, I think. I wonder what that's going to do. Mm-hmm. But up until now, I would never have used it. So it goes back in that. It's not shown yet, and it's not had a reason to. Mm-hmm. Same thing with elemental capacitor. Same yeah. way with uh, stasis, because you've got the, like, ADS strafe like less of a penalty I'm like you literally just gave somebody a mobility stat by doing that and that's something a whole lot of people like that ADS mobility and if you're going to give them that with elemental capacitor I'm like on stasis which is already powerful I'm like I know that's not going to be game breaking but somebody's going to be like crazy unable to touch like strafing like like back and forth like crazy so no yeah that stuff's interesting but it's like yeah the some of the stuff takes so long and that's why I wonder it's like some of the changes I feel have to be a little intentional sometimes because like then they can get this like rotation of what's good in this kind of moving cycle of like, oh, we're coming back around to linear fusions being good. And mm-hmm. then they're slowly going to get nerfed. Like the one that I'm going to laugh at, mm-hmm. if they ever nerf rockets again, I'm going to be oh. like, guys, 
Yeah. Then, then you're showing your hand. Yeah. They take two years to buff them, and they're like, well, rockets are strong now. We did it a little too much. We're going to have to bring them we down. We went over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like, yeah. you took two years to figure out a number, and then you think you went too far. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the point of like, yeah. So it's just it's it was just a weird philosophical one. I was sitting there with chat when I was reading through it, and I'm like, I have some questions, so I wanted to ask you guys. Um, but yeah, weapon archetypes, we've got three main changes, and then a question I have for you guys as well. Precision autos. This is the incremental. They're taking precision autos, so 450. So you've got Shadow Price. You've got Seven Seraph Carbine. Those are the two that I know of, at least. Um, mm-hmm. Those are going from 17 to 18. So we'll see how that fares in PvP. Nothing crazy, I think, over the top. I don't know if that's going to, like, new meta, but probably not. Um, mm-hmm. So you'll be okay. Autos won't be running, running you know, Cognito's going to be fine. No crazy <laughs> auto run. Uh, quick touch on fusions. I think this is probably to help counter shotguns. Uh, they're increasing the damage fall off start distance by two meters. So they're just pushing out the max damage a little mm-hmm. bit farther. Um, linear fusions. The main thing is they have seen the discussion that some people almost want these to be specials. And then yeah. they kind of have to go back and forth because we've seen Arbalist. And yeah. to make that compete with, like, sniper insta-kills, you have a charge time. So the aim assist on Arbalist was like, hey, here's half your screen. Are you in there? You're dead. Like, <laughs> it was a bit over the top. And they're like, I've got to reel that one back in. But how long did that take to get reeled back in again as well? That took a long time. Yeah. So there were, they're like, they're, they've heard the feedback of possibly linear fusions being specials, which I think would be an interesting shift. Mm-hmm. For now, they're going to keep them heavy. They're going to do precision damage 15%. Which I mm-hmm. don't know if that's enough. It's not bad, but I still don't know it's a, if it's enough because right. I'd have to go back and watch like error. He did testing like he had a frenzy new linear fusion rifle and he's like still doesn't hold up. So I don't mm-hmm. know if 15% will be enough. 20% of my reserves, ammo reserves. That's what reserves. I think. That's, what that's, I think that's not bad. Yeah. yeah. I think I think what it is is I actually don't mind this one because I was like you have the weapon. I feel the spirit of the weapon is to get precision crits with it. Right. So you want to increase that reward that not just up the damn because I know them. You know, Bungie don't like shooting from a distance and people yeah. getting reported. So they're like, okay, make it a skill weapon. You give them fifteen percent. I love that, but the reserve ammo is going to be key. I think when we put on those linear fusion reserve mods and we get more chances at it, then it's going to shine in the long game DPS. And yeah. I, I'm feeling good about this one. I'm I was like, all right, this one. This is my baby. I love this archetype. You know what I mean? And when they introduce it, so until their point with the um Yeah, and I, just I, to I, confirm I, for everyone, exotics yes. sleeper and queen breaker also get these buffs. Yes, babe. <laughs> Woo! Yes, baby. Oh, those two. Queen Breaker is cr- criminally underrated too. But um, yeah, man, I think I think that this is a nice play. I think it will play that. And I, I actually don't mind that they said they're not gonna move it into special. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm I'm good with it, man. I I, I want I want to see how that rocked. And autos, the uh, what you call it, when the 450s needed less, especially for PVE. Well, 360s do too, and they're still not touched. So yeah, the 360s we are right now. High right. impact. So like doop doop. Like I'm just sitting here dying. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, before I get to my question about the rares, any are you good with this pitch? Do you think there's more you need, less you need? Feeling good on this stuff? And I only had one thought, and it's actually to do with how we use the weapons again and it's when you're in activities except for high like high-end stuff like gms most stuff in the game is just meltable you just melt them so something that i miss that you that you that happens in d1 when you especially when you do the raids is proper hardcore damage phases where 
you complete the running mechanics, you get a damage phase, but you sure as heck don't like tape down the boss on that damage phase. You have to go over it at least two more times. Oh, to check, to damage check. Yeah. A damage check, yeah. So like we did a raft maybe last weekend there. Mm-hmm. On the easiest mode, because we were teaching someone, we still had to do three damage cycles with all our particular loadouts. And most of us were using things like Sleeper. People were using Dark Drinker, which was the meta for the Axis fight. Mm-hmm. And you still had to three-phase it. So I think when they're talking about the design concepts for weapons and all the sandbox changes, I think it'd be really cool to see proper scenarios for each gun to shine. So burst damage and then like long long phases, the long phase, and then like insta kill damages. So when you're facing champions, you want to take them down as fast as possible. Great. When you're facing the end a strike boss, you do want to take them down fast, but also it's damage checks. Like I'm not I'm not vouching for damage checks. We love a boss melt in Destiny yeah. 2. But when it comes to doing raids and stuff, I I'm a big fan of doing that whole endurance style playing the yeah. game. And then having the weapons that shine through for those unique damage phases. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, that's no, all I mean for sure. Add. Like linear fusions fit well for Atheon, for a prime example, actually, because you have yeah. a crit spot as opposed to Atrax. Not not Atrax. Wrong raid. Which one? Uh, Sacred Wrath. Mine? Wrath. Oh, Wrath. Yeah, what you just said for swords, oh, uh, Axis. Um, you so like when you've leg, got swords like there and yeah, so you feel like you've got different places. So as you said, it'd just be nice to see different encounters, like even a strike where it's not, here's a little room, dude runs in a circle, like where, where you got to, you know, have a longer range shot at some point where different people have different purposes. I get you. Yeah, I completely understand. It'd be nice to have yeah. heavies all have a reason. And right now, same thing with like heavy snipers. <laughs> I haven't seen those used in a long time. Yeah. I love Whisper and Darcy. I remember doing uh what was the the second raid layer uh eater the worlds eater, yep eater. loved using i i think darcy was a staple for me for that raid because it was a big static boss and it was really fun to offload darcy rounds and sleeper rounds obviously sleeper uh, not a sleeper sorry uh whisper they they've not had a, they've not been in the meta for a while for pve they're just kind of there they're like they're an okay option um, but we're not a, a boss that says, hey, this is a great choice for this, this raid boss. Right. That, that's totally fine. I mean, look what they did with uh, Tanix. They made him a non-sordable close-range DPS boss. Mm-hmm. And what did we have in our loadouts? We had slug shotguns, which had just got a buff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, like, I'm, I'm always savvy for what's up and coming in PvE meta. So I've already got my threaded needles with Orpole, auto-loading, extended battery, all the nice. good stuff. Nice. Um, so I think it's it's just a matter of being savvy with mm-hmm. what's coming up. Like saying to yourself, that's going to be meta next season or it's got a chance to be meta. Like you said, 15% isn't a lot, but it could be enough to be part of a DPS build, like as an Aggies, linear fusion, something else. So yeah. that'd be yeah. nice. That'd be nice, man. I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to dust off. The, I think it's called Cor- Corsair's Wrath. Yeah, somebody mentioned it in chat earlier. Yep. You know, I've got a couple of the, the um the one from um the the new battlegrounds. I got like a, a four yep. pool. I got a couple sick rolls that I just been sitting on. I just been vaulting them because part of me was like, you know what? You never know <laughs> with Bungie. It's good. And I got I got a couple frenzy ones with that too. So yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, now with the fifteen percent, you know, 
what you call it, how it's going to play out, you know, in, in the DPS phases and stuff like that. And that is actually one boss in particular. I can't, one raid boss in particular, I want to go back to it. It's a uh, garden. I want to go back to garden where, and then see how linears do there when you, you know, you guy that floats up Megatron boss. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to, I want to get him out of there. So we'll see, you know, we'll see how linears play out, but it, this is good. I, you know, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, I agree with E. It takes too damn long sometimes, but you know, look, it, it finally the day has arrived. I can finally stop complaining. This this one was for me. They they, they wanted to shut me up. They knew I was mad with Transball, so they they gave me my my linear fusions back. <laughs> yeah, can I just throw an extra thing into the ring? Um, well, in tandem with all that stuff, not to overlook is the the seasonal mods as well. There could be a, a nice oh. portal. There could be a nice part of linear fusion mods to go in, in hand for that stuff. Don't say that. Don't say that. You touch my heart now. <laughs> touch my heart, brother. Brother, if I see some <laughs> some Lydia something with with Unstoppable or or something, bro, I would get excited. I would get excited. That would that would be their first time on a heavy though. Actually, yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, that. yeah. Maybe maybe the seasonal exotic season pass exotic is a linear fusion rifle. See now, yeah. See, y'all touching the fields. This is the fields, right? I We're touching Cognito in a special place. No, I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> Sleeper I've gang. Gone too far. You're going too far, but I'm with it. <laughs> Sleeper <laughs> gang, man. Oh, man. I just love that archetype. I thought it was a cool archetype. You know what I mean? Because you know this? I, I know this. I'm not a sniper. I'm, I'm trash at sniping. So Lydia was for me. <laughs> Lydia, they spoke a little to Little aim assist, little, yeah, little charge time. Little aim assist and put him in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll see we'll see i i am i'm curious to see what they do with that artifact good point page good point because uh the artifact will be interesting man. yeah i gotta be excited again i was all mad about this game now I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> no, well no, no. uh before we get into perks which is a discussion in itself i want to check with pigeon on your yeah, time, time. So right. i wanted to see how you're doing so something good came up so i am to continue as long as hey okay nice All we right. will try not to take forever long but if you yeah. are good just nice. you, you let us know so yes. i wanted this yes. seem like That's a decent cool. break point uh sandbox talk yes all right <laughs> so perks we actually get a decent amount of changes i feel like this has been quite a while since we've yeah. had a list like this of just weapon perks to go through so this is actually this is big so First one, I'm kind of pumped on this one, actually, because it's Let's one go. that I enjoy. Let's go. Subsistence. When we made this perk, we were experimenting, experimenting with unusual downsides for perks, but check your focus. Uh, but ultimately decided it fixed uh, that reducing reserves wasn't an interesting trade-off. I, I hated it. Unlike, mm -hmm. especially if you get it on a submachine gun. Oh, it's it trash. awful. Trash. Two like, bullets. Oh. Yeah. Two bullets. <laughs> I didn't even give it a, a shot. I'm like, I was like, rubbish perk, gone. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it really, really was. I have a subsistence rampage gnawing hunger that was fantastic. Like, I yeah. used that thing in Prophecy, honestly, and that's probably what I used Ooh. on a solar run. But man, you get on a submachine gun, I was like, or even a hand cannon, you may as well just, yeah, it was in the garbage, for sure. Uh, we wanted to be able to put the perk on special and heavy weapons. That part Ooh. intrigued me. I was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm. Where reducing reserves would feel terrible, which, of course, yeah, that would be pretty trash. Mm -hmm. Submachine guns were granting a much smaller magazine fraction than auto rifles, so no longer a reserve reduction, 
and mm-hmm. SMGs get 17% when you get the kills. Like autos, it was 10%, so that's going to feel better in general as well. So overall, good changes, I think, here. But the one that has me intrigued is like, is this going to show up on specials and heavies? That's a good question. Because, right? I mean, that subsistence on like a legendary machine gun would almost act like, um, what is it, overflow, like 21% delirium almost. Because you're just, that would basically make the Titan exotic useless, though. But I guess it would give you an option of how to play. They're definitely doing it. Look, the sentence, we also wanted to be able to put the perk on special and heavy where reduced. So they they were thinking if once they put it on special and heavy, Subsistence they don't want to re- on breach load grenade launchers and PvP. Oh. Yes. Oh. I'm just gonna piss I'm gonna piss everybody off. So that would not yeah. they're not gonna do that. That's a joke. You never know. Special no, that's heavy. not gonna uh-uh. They, that's not gonna happen. You never know. <laughs> they, they won't do that i can see it on machine guns i could see it even on linear fusions see that's nice. the thing about snipers and linears to me those truly only come out for bigger targets yes. i'm never gonna pop heads in pvp with either of those for little red bars that just that right. feels like a waste of my ammo so it's always like oh what is it like triple tap on a not on a sniper rifle um where you have to get kills with a sniper mm-hmm. rifle i'm like never no that's mm-hmm. trash like some perks, I know they got to, like, make the pool not always god rolls, but some of them, like, just give me better options. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, subsistence, I saw this one. I was like, sweet, because I have a subsistence frenzy roll right now. I'm like, hello. Bro, I got a subsistence um, thresh roll right now that I love. Uh, I get my super and it just keep. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's hot, man. I, I can't wait. SMG's going to be lit. Any rolls you're just, looking forward to, Pidge? I'm just thinking subsistence on a sniper rifle that's ammo refills on kills that's like mm-hmm. even lower skill gap than triple tap and fourth times charm yeah. so that would be a, i think that would be a waste as well or we just make those other two perks less useful of yeah. well for depends on boss damage versus groups depend, of ads, it yeah. depend. I, I suppose no nah, like no nah, i'm thinking the wrong way here uh triple taps su- sustain damage never mind never mind you're Start good that. you're good uh, you're good, you're good. As far as rolls, I might um, I'll keep an eye out for subsistence on an SMG, but I'm more of a overflow guy or flash okay. reloading perk. I quite like. I think that's that suits my playstyle better. Yeah. Um, I've got like the non-hunger. This was something yeah. I had from the the reckoning and arrivals, and it's not getting sunset. Thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it rolled with overflow rampage. Ooh, and it's a 600 RPM auto. Love so it. I still think that's a very powerful perk as opposed to subsistence, but subsistence mm-hmm. um, is going to be really good in sort of mid-tier PvE for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for special weapons and stuff, as long as they don't do like what you're saying, breach loaded, that would just be <laughs> like you think in the game. Wild. Wow. You've, you've got you've got fighting line, which it has that effect where if you clean up with the, another weapon, it reloads the weapon. That's an exotic perk. And if you're going to say that subsistence has that same effect, all you need to do is actually kill the target. That's scary. Picture <laughs> <laughs> someone running riot, just grenade launcher, reload, grenade yep. launcher in the face, you know? Yeah, it'd be too much. Man. Yeah, yeah. Would, be, uh, would be a bit much, but yeah, that's that. So if they just want to, that's one of those, they just, the Joker line, they just want to watch the world burn. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. Hi, this is weird. Honestly, didn't even know this. High impact reserves and under pressure due to technical constraints at the time these were created. Uh-oh, the trigger- that's your favorite word. Technical yeah. constraints. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I know I had to mess with New you. Reds yeah. over there like engine, engine, engine. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but the trigger condition for on these pre- was for these is on projectile impact. Basically, it says the bonus won't take effect until you fire the weapon once. 
Uh, but we have more flexibility in perk activators now, so now it should activate even if the conditions are met. So high impact reserves, under pressure, basically low end of the clip things, now finally work as intended as opposed to having to waste a bullet to activate it. Mm. So like a high impact sniper rifle means a lot more than a high impact auto rifle. Right. So this yeah. is working as intended, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, unrelenting. This was hard to trigger in difficult content and the mm -hmm. health awarded was hard to perceive. So it now is yes. easier to trigger in PVE, immediate trigger on majors and nice. heals 20% more. So overall, a little more survivability there. Can we get a bungee, especially with these healing perks and Suros, can we get an indicator on the screen that says, yo, unrelenting, you know what I'm saying? Active. Like, I just want to see, because sometimes you're in the mix of the combat, you know what I mean? And you want to know if it triggered, you know what I mean? And I don't feel like the healing perks, especially Suros, like, I'm not really looking at the top of my screen at that bar all the time. I would like no. to know that it triggered. I think they just need to add a little in the bottom left you know, a little indicator with that. I'm right in the middle of the screen. Healed. Yeah, yeah I want to know. I want to feel good that it's working. Like, yeah. you know no, like, a little no. more obvious yeah. when stuff like that kicks in. Yeah, they they always have to walk the balance, and they even talk about that later on on one of the perks of, like, trying to not overwhelm your screen with you already got numbers, you got the HUD, right. you got the little kill feed down here in the Ooh. bottom left corner. Like, they're like, if we add anything else, this is going to get messy. So it's tough, but I'm with you. It's like... Can you put like a little green healing night like thing in the corner, like Something. unrelenting, yeah. Yeah. Make like pop through? Make make the gun <clears throat> light a color or something that to know that it's activated. Because a lot of times with these perks, if it may be working, but it just feels useless because it, I don't feel any type of feedback yeah. that it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like other perks would have that'll say that you know that it's going. So that, that that's my thing. Well, yeah. I mean that's the same reason why like reload and damage number damage is the most popular. Why exactly? the most easily like tangible per se in a game right. video tangible is not a real way to say that, mm -hmm. but that's the most tangible thing you can interact with. Numbers mm -hmm. go up. Animation goes faster. Like it's very yeah. obvious. It's happening as opposed to, I think my health went up a little. Was that recovery? Up. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. questionable. It's not you like see, you see kill clip in the corner. Yeah. Rampage times two rampage times three. Let me give it a little unrelenting love. That's all. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's it, all. I feedback looks important for the, the user experience. Uh, I I actually still use Suros and luckily got the catalyst. And nice. yeah, you're, you're you're so right, man. You're in the middle of it's mainly a crucible weapon. You're fighting someone and you're about to die, but you get the perk to proc. And usually you would just back out of the fight anyway yeah. if you were almost done. But at that point in time, you could have pushed forward, made a play, but you're, you you, found, you knew you knew too late. You you see a health bar spike like oh I could have like yeah. came out on a, a streak there. Yeah, absolutely, completely agree. Mm -hmm. well, we yeah, there's a pop up that shows when you stagger and unstoppable. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, just a little it. bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sympathetic arsenal, which is pretty much only I like on a bow. If you, if anybody mm -hmm. likes this perk on any other weapon than a bow, let me know because I haven't found a great love for it. Um, it isn't appealing enough for many players. As it is, but is useful in niche situations already. Yeah, I know. So we decided on a small buff to sweeten it a little. Said now it grants plus twenty reload speed in addition to its primary effects. Okay. The idea is when you reload your weapon, you reload your stowed weapons. Mm -hmm. On a bow, you literally reload every time. Right, right, right. So faster reload on a bow. I've got like an archer's tempo, sympathetic arsenal. I'm just going to be like, ready, switch, go. Okay. Right. So like, yeah. that's about the only place I can find a use for it, though. It's like literally I can only picture it on a bow. SMG and some sidearms. Okay. So Nurat's okay. got a couple examples. Just yeah, if you burn through a clip, basically, is the idea. Yeah. 
Pigeon, how you feeling about sympathetic arsenal? I, I personally, again, I don't really use it. I mean, I'm more inclined. I think most weapons that would benefit from that have auto loading on them or equivalent. Uh, don't get me wrong, like it's good to go into a fight with everything loaded up to that extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see going on a crucible with a, a shotgun and a bow, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you're picking up ammo, and then you know, anytime you pull out your shotgun, there's a good chance that it's fully loaded, you can make a play. And uh, mm-hmm. on that, yeah, it's still, I think it's still super situational and um, not really going to change the game, mm-hmm. especially when we're mm-hmm. stuck up on reloading perks as it is. Yeah, yeah. shout out to New Red, he's riding for it. He's like, I'm yeah, telling you. I get slept on. Uh, you know what? I gotta try. I I'm very disrespectful to that perk. When I when I see that perk, it's automatic shard. <laughs> like I was, I I don't think I've even tried it. To be honestly, only I thing think- I got it on was a bow. I was like, this has potential. So I was like, I put it on. It's like literally, I was like, fire one thing, and it's like totally reloaded it all. I was like, that's not bad, but I haven't mm-hmm. had as many uses for bows lately either. So that's yeah. kind of why. So, so now it's gonna be a plus twenty reload to the gun itself. Yep. And then, okay. Yeah, so you get a benefit to what you're using outside of the other ones as well. So it's just so all about the reloads. Mini, mini Outlaw plus, you know, kind of, yeah. sort of. Did, right. Wait, did they say it's when the perk activates or is it a flat reload buff on the just, weapon? Uh, just just like a flat plus buff. 20 reload. So just like yeah. a boost to the stat. That's actually right. pretty good. Like, especially on a slow reloading weapon, a little plus 20, you know? Yeah. And that's that's without putting on a reload mod on your armor. Yeah, but you wouldn't yeah. want it on a, a slow reloading weapon, though. Because you want the reload to go into effect for the other things to be full. So you want this one on something that reloads a little faster. You don't want this on like a machine gun to wait like an hour to put all the bullets in. Finally, cool. Now my other stuff's ready. I'm dead. Like, you, know, I, I you want it saying. somewhere else to reload the machine gun for you. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. I hear that. Rule rat. Imagine not having to take time to manually reload Z- Xenophage or Rock. No, I agree that with those. With the slow ones, it's going to benefit if you have something fast like what you're saying. I, I see what you're going with. It. Breach load grenade it. launcher. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's on any of those though Dragonfly, it has always yeah. bugged us that Dragonfly wouldn't proc on every enemy you could finish with a precision hit now it works on heavy shanks and servitors woo party Yay. okay well, a fun fact on that one I initially read that as shanks so I thought it meant the non-precision shanks and I thought that meant I could go in and hit like red bar shanks and cause like change yeah, explosions yeah that's what I do <laughs> I was I was about to tweet it out last night, and then one of my friends was like, "No, it's precision on heavy oh, shanks." Heavy. I, was like, oh, I was like, "Oh, I've totally yeah. that." I was getting buzzed. I was like, "I'm going to run about with fate, but I'm going boop on a, a single shank, and it's just going to go." Well, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's precision still. So yeah, no doubt. No. I think Almost my own, I, that. Yeah, I know. I I I did the same thing. I got too excited. Did I, like, oh. I was like, "Oh, the, the little red shanks gonna get it." <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, not those. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So anything would have been, you're right. Anything would have been The only thing I don't like about Dragonfly, I just wish the explosion was fast. I feel like there's that delay and then poof. Occurs delay. even faster than after Season the Chosen Fix. That's literally, yeah. they're fixing the speed of it. So That's what I was like. Because that, that's my main thing. I was like, that, that delay would bother me. So I, I want to see how this now, you know, is a little quicker. You know, I want that sunshot type of flare. They just... Poof, like you know, really, really big. But continue. Hip fire grip. I'm gonna leave this one to the Mercules, the uh firing range chats. I'm gonna read yeah. just the first bullet point. <laughs> and if you get confused from there, it's okay. Cause trust me, I'm confused while I'm reading it. 
mm-hmm. hipfire grip. We're being careful not to overbuff this. Since hipfire is too is too effective, it changes the game significantly. So we're gonna bump this a little bit over the season of arrivals buff to make it more useful option. Here we go. Plus one degrees precision hip fire angle threshold plus one point two x reticle stickiness fall off distance. If you know what that stuff means, more power to you. I have an idea what it's basically saying. We can't complain. We we wanted the numbers. No, you want to know the annoying part? No, no. It there's they're they're like half. Here's all the numbers in the world, and then down below they don't even give me a number, and I'll get to that perk. So I'm just like, what are you doing? Where's the consistency? Oh. By the way, that reminds me. See when they talk about the auto rifle, the precision auto rifle buff, they just give you a number, and it's not a reference to PvP or PV. So right. It's just a number. I'm assuming it's PvP. It Don't seems like PvE. that one is, right. But then that stuff's like, yeah, comes yeah. in with extreme yeah. technical stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like, here's all the technical jargon ever. Okay, it's sorry. It's for adept counterbalance. They're like, increases the recoil direction. By how much? It doesn't <laughs> say. Like, I'm just like, you Pete. Mm. Anyway, mm-hmm. one degree doesn't seem like that much. But for reference, hand cannon aim assist cone is 2.5 degrees at zero aim assist to three degrees at 100 aim assist. Literally the full aim assist range is half a degree. Uh, you can f- And you can feel the difference between 90 aim assist and 100 aim assist on a hand cannon, which is 0.05 degree increase. So a small difference can be significant. Note the precision hip fire angle caps at the aim downsized aim assist cone angle. <laughs> I'm eating my own words over here. This is rough. There they go. They got I'll, ask you. Guys, I'll ask you guys a, a sort of ironic question. Do you yes. guys use the last words in Crucible? I am yes. so bad I'm with that gun. I, have, I, I am terrible. So this is for literally the last word, I'm the sure. But I am awful yeah. with that gun. Oh, no. Yeah. Do you? Just one I used to. I, I play it on console. It was amazing. And when I, by the time I'd moved to PC, they'd started nerfing it on mouse and keyboard. Mm. And it got the first nerf. I used it for a little bit, but... It, you can't duel on PC with it because you you're such a you're you're, you're like, you are like a laser pointer, mm-hmm. and yeah, a lot of that's relying on your own accuracy. But you lose bites that way because it's hip fire, right. uh, and then they nerfed it the second time and it was just gone. Yeah. Um, but they, they changed the hip fire grip thing, so that could weigh in again because it is the aim assist that makes it so dominant with a controller in hand. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I watched a lot of Grenada Jake, and he still uses his last word. And you can see how it operates in the game world. You can just see, just it can duel with it. It can win fights. Oh yeah. Um. So I'm hoping for that. It's it's one thing that I've not used in ages. So with these subtle changes, like hoping to see that gun shine a little bit better, or like have stand a chance again without being too broken. Right. No, I I agree. I think the last word is definitely gonna benefit. I mean, console, like you said, it was. It's it's pretty strong with that aim assist, and now it hip fire, which is intrinsically how you're supposed to use that gun at its most effectiveness. Like this should benefit, you know. So yeah, good good call. Last word uses dust them off. Get out there. Could be <laughs> could be a fun meta for you. We're gonna see. We're gonna see. Yeah. E's favorite ones, the iron, the iron. Oh, series. dude, I, I went in on these. this in my video. God, I let bugs you the hell this. out of me. This is all you. Who iron grip, of. iron reach, iron gaze. We are cautious. We were cautious when making stat bump perks in Season of Arrivals, not wanting to break weapon stat ranges at too low a cost. But the penalties shipped with these were too much now that we've seen them in the wild. 
Reduce the second stat penalty from minus 40 to minus 30. It still sucks. <laughs> I hate these. I cannot stand these, and it's even worse on the adept. But, like, I looked them up. The only one that is okay is when you give up reload speed for stability, I think, is one of those. Like, I think it's grip. <clears throat> but gaze or reach or one of those when you're like, hey, let me get plus 20 stability for minus 40 or still minus 30 range. I'm like, no, no, no way in hell anybody's picking that. Right. I can't yeah. stand these. These are way too dramatic. I think the they've got the new Iron Banner weapons coming out next season. Uh, I am in, interested in a shotgun with Iron Reach or Gaze, the one that gives you more range. I think that, that that's might, a real... Yeah. Like, it just, I think it's going to depend on the archetypes, man. Like, is the stat trade-off worth it still? I don't yeah. know. I, I remember I got a hand cannon. I got the steady hand, and it had the reloads in there. Like, the, the one you're talking about, Bonus, that had the uh, minus whatever reload, and that yeah. gun already has a dismal reload stat. <laughs> so it's so just like negative, negative 40. It, it's like, I'm reloading it. Is it He's like, hold on, i got to make the guns, hit the bullets in the animation. <laughs> He's over here, like, pressing the <laughs> yeah. bullets. Okay, I'm back. Five minutes later, I got my clip in. <laughs> exactly. So I think it it really comes down to archetypes, man. Because they, I've got the SMG just now, the multi mac, and it's mm -hmm. got it's got the range perk on it, and I think the penalty stability. Yep. Mm -hmm. And because like on PC at least, you don't really feel it at all. So yeah, right. I guess that's subjective to the platform as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that gives it really good dueling range, like mm -hmm. up to like twenty meters, and you can start spraying someone in the face whereas if i had an smd that was that without iron reach it wouldn't have the same range stat and i wouldn't really feel the benefits of stability anyway i, I don't feel so yeah i think that comes down to archetypes as much as the perks maybe i should just shut up it. and quit complaining no 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 not at all. <laughs> not at all. i think you're right i think they're still per less desirable perks as opposed to the, the staples yeah um but i think if you look at you can an archetype and say hey that would actually benefit from that perk that's when you start to like a shotgun with stability yeah you don't need that right you yeah so that. just give everything away if you'll give me range people do that all day long so Ooh, that yeah. makes sense i didn't think about what's coming so there's a couple again niche situations where you're gonna go for it but sometimes i see this and i'm like oh this is just awful i think one of them was an smg and the range was like five and i was like <laughs> It was the multi mock. Oh, yeah. I think I got yeah, that yeah. one. Hold on, I actually want to check them. I think them? it was like a multi mock, and it was, which I'm probably saying wrong in the first place. Um. Mm -hmm. Uh, nope. That was. Oh no, that is it with Iron Reach. Um. Yeah. So plus eighteen range, minus thirty four stability. Mm -hmm. So that one's not horrible, but I feel like there are some. Yeah, here we go. I got Iron Gaze. So mm -hmm. minus 31 range plus 20 aim assist mm. on a submachine gun. Mm. Oh, my really range needy. is 10. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not I mean, so good. Submachine gun is close encounter anyway, but I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. But yeah, so it just it seems it'll be 30, so I guess a little give and take. So oh well. Mm -hmm. I'll be quiet no. and shut up. It's fine. No, you're good. You're good. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I always felt that this it's too hard a swing on the opposite yeah. side to for me. You know, obviously there's going to be some guns in some specific scenarios where, you know, things may, you know, be beneficial for a specific, you know, thing. But I just hate it just doesn't feel good to get a perk that says we're going to take away all of this with this perk. You yeah. know, and I'm just it don't feel good. You know, those things never 
track people. We got osmosis, man. Big one. Oh, yeah. Osmosis. Well, elemental capacitor, I think, has more. But osmosis. This was a question. Osmosis now switches the weapon to stasis damage when playing a stasis subclass. Mm-hmm. This should work for any mechanics that ask for stasis damage. So basically, is this just to do bounties with stasis damage? Because <laughs> it's not going to do what I want it to do, where if I hit them six or seven times, they're frozen. That's not how that's going to work. That's what I want it to do eventually. Yeah. But do you guys think this is just like, oh, now you can kill stuff with stasis damage via bounties? Is that all this is for? Probably. Right. What do you think? Is there anything I'm missing? What you think? Uh, so this is... Like I say, earlier, I've got that dire promise with osmosis, and does that mean when I go into PvP with it that I throw a stasis grenade and I start shoot someone else in the face? Can you stack? Is, gonna start, is it going to start stacking slow and what on them? See, How that's what I want to know. I don't, I don't think... I wish it would. Let's just say that. I wish it would, yeah. because that's what I want. Like, I want Solar to slowly build up, like, Kuja's done some cool stuff for, like, possible future builds, but I've always yeah. wanted, like, Right now, we've talked about it's a joke of a color match game. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, hit the orange guy with the orange button. Hit the get the blue guy with the blue thing. Hit the dark blue guy with the blue thing is the only thing I see coming right now. Mm-hmm. Green, maybe next in which all these things are just colors right now. They don't do anything. So if a yeah. weapon fire stasis outside of that grenade launcher, if I have a stasis weapon and it's just for a color, who cares? But if mm-hmm. I shoot stasis weapon and it starts to slow them down... Oh. That would be amazing, but oh, I just don't be. know if it's going to work that way, and you I doubt it highly. Yeah, you know, damn well they ain't doing that. <laughs> no, that, that, would too, that would be too fun. Oh, that would be so f- <laughs> like if you could get an auto rifle in PvP, you hit somebody like four or five, they start burning, and then you could bail, and they just burn out. Like that would change yeah. the game and make it. Oh, that would probably break a lot of things, but I think it'd be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, sounds very outrageous. Yeah. You gotta stop your outriders influence. All that fun. It's too much fun. You have to too get much back fun in and outriders. I'm sorry. Get back in line, roll this, you know. Yeah. Outside yeah. the box fun thing. That thing's <laughs> on fire, freezing, toxic, burning damage. Yeah, too many, too many things. We're gonna break those All legendaries. Yeah, those okay. legendaries yeah, can't yeah. do too many perks. We know that now. Yeah, pleasure. Uh, it's, yeah. like state, it's like stateless elements from RPGs. The if they're going to, if they had to introduce that to the stasis effect, they would need to have one for everything, like an effect yep. for everything. It wouldn't just be only stasis does it with osmosis. Mm-hmm. If anything, they might have, and they might introduce stasis shield breaks, like you said. Right. Um, this season, yep. if if at at the minimum, but for PvP, mm-hmm. uh, I, I can just see it. You log in, start of the season, osmosis hand cannon. PvP stasis, you start shooting someone, they get slowed, and you're just saying like, "Uh oh!" <laughs> <laughs> like you know exactly, everyone's gonna be chasing that was most. Oh, yeah, I would be what? Me. Those rolls would be chased so hard. Oh, See, it would God. be so nice though too. It's like, hey, I'm in solar. You should not be able to freeze anyone in their solar subclass with t- with stasis. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like I'm literally yeah. fire. <laughs> Yeah, I'm literally on fire. Be like, eh, no, I'm still gonna freeze you down. I'm literally burning through your fire, your ice right now. Come on, yeah, come. Be- <clears throat> anyway, rant aside, elemental capacitor with a stasis subclass grants plus recoil direction. Again, they don't tell you how much, but they'll give me the 0. 0.50 degrees cone angle and reduces ADS move speed. Now, that one I thought was actually interesting because if you go stasis, which is already a powerful subclass. And then you give somebody a reduced ADS move speed penalty, you just bumped their mobility stat without needing a mobility, like, stat. So that actually seems like it has potential for people that, like, you know, strafing in their gunfights and stuff like that. I think. 
got to see it ineffective. You know what I'm saying? But um, Cosmic Eyes yeah. puts out Cosmic yeah. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it, it, they share I, back. I see the chat. Shout out to Uncle Donut Xbox. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I agree with all of that. I agree with the fact that, you know, like you said, he mentally back to the, the whole yeah. you know, thing. Like, if you're in a fire solar class, you feel you should melt ice. Feels like it. <laughs> I just feel like it. Cosmic feel like, you know, ice. It, it's not yeah. affected by normal fire that's based around oxygen. This is different stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know really? how else to explain it because, yeah, it just pisses me off. I It's so annoying to be like, oh, cold snap graded. I'm in my super running ass suit. I'm like, yeah, this is so if, wrong. Yeah, oh. yeah, disrespectful. It's very disrespectful. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, but one? yeah, elemental capacitor seems like it could be interesting to see if people are just like, you can't touch me. Can't yep. can't touch me. Like they're just all over the place. Uh, no distractions because an exotic change below the sniper rifle flinch changes in season of the chosen. Wanted to make no distractions a more appealing option for combat flinch. So they reduce the trigger time for it to activate by half a second and increase the flinch reduction by a whopping five percent. Hmm. Doesn't sound like a ton, but what do I know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, try to make that for snipers. You know. More appealing, I guess. We'll see. It's one of those in 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 use. We gotta see. Yeah, celerity and bottomless grief. Celerity and bottom, bottomless grief. They already covered this before. Yeah. Same things that happen when you're the last person alive, but now it always grants plus twenty handling, plus twenty reload for celerity. Bottomless grief is plus thirty two magazine value, not bullets. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Uh, same thing with thresh. It's already it's active in PvP now. Somebody I think said this is a typo, but basically it works in all the places it's supposed to now. Right. Um, so were there any major standouts? I know we kind of talked about them. Is there anything you guys read in there were like, woohoo, or meh? Anything in there that you guys are excited for next season? Uh, one of fusions again. I'm excited for that because it's one of my favorite weapons to use. Uh, I, I, like I said, I play the game I want to play. So that's how my fantasy of playing Destiny is. So even though it's not the meta, I've been using linear fusions, but it'll be good nice. to know that now they'll be meta. So that stands out for me. Uh, I'm buzzing for Vault of Glass. I, I actually think I was trying to wonder if the the picture that they previewed was the cut from Destiny 2's engine, or if that was an old PC concept or something. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm excited to take part in the raid, um, get a team together, and all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think on top of that, it's the the ongoing discussion for Vogue has been some people haven't played it, so it'd be great to finally teach people who haven't. And then some way down the line, we've got the crossplay stuff coming up, so that will just blow all the doors wide open as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that wasn't mentioned in the twab, but I'm just thinking in terms of teaching people raids and stuff, and like yeah. meeting in the middle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for me, but, you know, subsistence is huge. That's a big uh, favorite of mine. You know, especially now for SMG, I'm a big SMG now. Like SMG rarely leaves the kinetics a lot for me lately. It's that new one's I'm- good. Yeah. yeah, I love what is it, extraordinary rendition or whatever it is. I'm a huge fan of that. I have another um kind of god role of the um season of dawning submachine. I forgot the name of that one. Um I you know I got good what Isn't was that? that? Sunset though. Is it? Yep. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> so because um, Worthy was the last one that made it because we're keeping the war mind cell stuff. So yeah, Dawn right. is the last one to go. So we got that obviously linear fusion. I'm not gonna go at noise in with that. Um, Dragonfly. I want to see how that that goes in. And I'm actually going to give 
um, what you call it, a uh, sympathetic arse. I want, I'm going to give it some love. I'm going to try it. You got to let me know if you find the magic with that one. Cause... Yeah, I want to see. I'm going to see what you know when it comes up again. <laughs> I guess I'm more curious if it shows up on different stuff. Right. That'll be that the one. Yeah. The new weapons. And then also, if I don't that's know on a breach load, you're going to make people cry. I'm going to laugh my butt off, but people are going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to come back to you too. If that, if that, oh, I got to get released. I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to go, it was you. It was you. <laughs> I mean, Cog does this all the time. <laughs> I called sunsetting a week before it happened. Mm-hmm. So he's like, can you stop talking to Bungie for the love of God, please? Just leave him alone. <laughs> Let him do their thing. Page, they listen to him, man. I'm telling you, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm curious to see, like, the weapons that come out, you know, how many of them, you know, are going to introduce these perks. And, you know, hopefully we'll see if we, we get we sneak in any new ones. But, yeah, they're clearly setting up for the meta. You know, they, they're clearly, they're, there's some weapons coming that they got some things in mind. And I'm waiting to see how much they add to the loot pool. That's always my thing. Like, been taken away, but now how much have you been adding? And um, I don't know if we talked about it a lot on uh, machine guns, you know. Oh, I, I was one thing yeah. I wanted to say. Yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go. Rares. I completely blew past this in my video yeah. I made. I was like, what the hell? We added a rare machine gun and bow to the world loot pool recently, but we didn't have any obtainable linear fusion rifles or breech load grenade launchers and wanted to make sure these archetypes were easily accessible. Why? (laughs) (laughs) They added existing unobtainable rare linear fusion and breach grenade launchers to the world loot pool. Why are you putting blues in the... No. I read that and I'm going, it has to be for new players because otherwise I want to jump out a window. (laughs) Yep. I'm not going to lie. I missed the part where you said blue for those (laughs) girls as well. Mm -hmm. I think that's just just to satisfy free-to-play players' new accounts. It's got to be. Like, so that they at least have an option that will come to them. Warlock out here, he blew past it. Oh my he god, blew the- past it. Ah! <laughs> I love that. I love it. Oh, yeah, you guys are you guys are on it. But no, I've read, I was reading this first. I read through the TWAB with my chat and I was like, all right, I have some thoughts. And then I went through and recorded and I still was like, I, I don't get it. So maybe it's new players. I don't know. I just, I, but I'm like, wow, we, <laughs> I just like, why are we putting more blues in? The- I don't want to see blues ever again. Like ever, so why? Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, it's like okay, so we need a let we need a void machine gun in case you need one. Give me a legendary void machine gun that has more perks and is more fun. Not this like I'm never gonna take a blue into a like Grandmaster Nightfall to set. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not, not gonna happen. happen. So what's the? Po- I don't understand the point. So mm-hmm. that's just me. But, but you're that you're that a uh, brand new account. You've discovered the joys of LFG. Someone on your team says, have you got a linear fusion rifle? And you go, let me check my, my stuff. And then you've got that nice little blue linear fusion or whatever it is. And then you, you pull it out. You. You would, they inspect your inventory and they boot you from the group. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my, I've got my linear fusion equipped. Is this a good one? Uh, you've Boop. been kicked from the party. Oh, oh yeah. You've been kicked. Also, want to shout out all uh, 450s, man. I think, you know, dust off so far. Shadow price should be lit. That'll probably should be lit now. You, know, you should feel good about getting work. So I'm excited. But we got to don't have one. I haven't done a ton of Nightfalls, but I don't you know have funny? one. I, I, I can't even talk. I don't got a palindrome. I have one. I have a couple palindromes. It took me a long time to get even a palindrome. I still don't have a swarm. Mm. Uh, between some of the awesome people in the community, they're like, hey, we got to drag you at least through like arms dealer, get you yeah. some type of swarm because I do need yeah. one of those. So no doubt we got to get these exotics, man. 
No, I know. Mods first. This is again where yes, I was yes, really yes, annoyed. Yes. Uh, adept mag, adept targeting. Same reasoning as Iron Banner perks. We were cautious initially, but think the fi- think it's fine to reduce the penalties on these perks for having them in action. Reduce secondary stat penalty from minus 20 to minus 15. Fix the adept mag to work on swords. I'll just say the adept counterbalance. Increase the royal direction, but be- recoil direction benefit. By how much? <laughs> They're not going to tell you. But the biggest mm-hmm. thing I'm like, the Iron Banner, I understand that's not an end game per se activity. That kind of is, but it's really not. Um, mm-hmm. In my opinion, Adepts straight up should not have a negative. That's just my I, opinion. You got to figure out what you're going to do to I make agree. an Adept do what it's supposed to do, but it should not have a drawback if you go through the effort of either the chest Great. or a Grandmaster. I don't care if people Great. can farm them. It takes people so like people like Pigeon and other people can farm and carry people through them, but the average player... When they do a GM, they're like, holy crap, yeah, and I got one. Why is this kind of negative on it? Like, that's that that's a feels bad. And yep. so from like a, you know, a heavy PVE guy, I don't know if you're a trials person as well, but I mean, when you see a, an adept mod that has a negative, are you okay with it? Do I overreact or what do you think? I, dude, I don't, uh, I don't think you're overreacting, to be honest, but uh, like, I just don't use them. I just go, that's got a negative effect. I'm not going to use it. I mean, the big the big discussion was about like the initial trials weapons. So you asked for my trials player. I do dabble in trials. I'm lucky enough to know folk that can help take me to the lighthouse uh, every now and then, and have worked out the mods and stuff. But mm. see, when it comes to actually slotting them in a weapon, like it's it comes down to what's the best mods are so for like pvp you've still got normal icarus adept icarus is one of the best ones because it gives you all benefits mm-hmm. and that that's just, that's what i expect from an adept mod not detrimental stuff i mean i, I that's it plain and simple i won't I, I don't like seeing a negative stat on my weapon any weapons yeah. i mean if anything i could i would theory craft what would be a, a potential drop that uh if I had an adept mod, and I'm trying to think of examples, say a rocket launcher with adept mag or something, or um, I'm trying to think of an example. It would need to have all the stats in place to accommodate for the, the detrimental effect. And then even then, it would be a very specific set of perks. So I don't know, man. I don't use them. I don't like them. I agree. I mean, in that, I, right, that's, that's if the, you don't and you're the one earning them, that's sad. That's me, not, that's yeah. just not what. Uh, I yeah. agree. It's not worth the effort, especially with this. You know these end game activities that they're giving these out. You know, it, yeah, it's it's not something that you you look forward to, and thus reduces incentive to do them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. you want something shiny, you want something to feel powerful that you completed this hard task. You know, and yeah, they got they got to fix it. I, I'm with you. I, I don't like those negative. Per- I don't think you overacted at all. Yeah. I, I don't like those negative perks at all. Like, I don't yeah. think they should be in the game, to be honest. Like, what's the purpose? I, like, if, like, make the player feel good or don't do it at all. Like, it's just... Mm, <laughs> not about it. yeah. The mods that we got are when the Storm came out, the Adept Big Ones mod. Yeah. that I think that's great. Um, a mod that does multi-functions, that's yeah. perfect. That That's the direction I'd love to see Adept mm-hmm. mods go. Mm-hmm. It's it does what we've got, but it does it slightly better. It doesn't yeah. have to be broken levels of like yeah. insane range boost or uh, stability boost or whatever you're you're adding to it. it. Just needs to be a slight bit better, or it does it 
in a different way. Like imagine the depth fusion where stability says it tightens the spread or something that makes it. Mm-hmm. It, it that, I, I wouldn't say that was game breaking. It just sure. like the counterbalance stock. It, it specifically says tighter short spread rather than it just mm-hmm. being a stability related like, yeah. thing. That's just yeah. a suggestion. I'm no game designer, obviously. Mm-hmm. I would, but that's how I think the depth mod should go in the future. I agree. I agree. Uh, okay. Exotics. Yeah. So, uh, Mita Multi Tool. Uh, we've seen many requests to switch for this from Outlaw to something more useful. One thing we observed with Mita is losing fights to weapons that cause more flinch. So they're changing the Catalyst perk from Outlaw to no distractions. Thoughts? You intrigued? What do you don't Finch care? Pidge had, had a lot to say about this. Pidge. <laughs> I, I said earlier, it's it's so random, man. Yeah. Um, I I don't use my demoter tool. I don't know who is in, in the meta. Scouts, scouts aren't really that meta at all. Right. I think outlaw was way better for it because you're usually you tend to get precision kills with it. Right. And yeah, I guess what they're saying is that it's a, it's literally losing fights. Um, but I think the reason it's losing fights is because flinch is so bad in the game. As it is, so but I think that's what they said with the buff to no distractions earlier. It's they're doubling down on this is how much flinch. So now this perk will actually bring you back to that handle like manageable level. Um, and I've been there, done that. I've been in plenty of fights where I get flinched uh, and miss my shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I can appreciate the perk, but again, on on Maida, great, but. Again, going back to earlier, I don't think No Distractions is a perk that will choose over other staples at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Antarctic Wildlife. Scar time better DMT of my job. Yeah, dead man's tail is out. We'll get there in a second. Shout yeah, out to Cool Guy, there. though. Cool Guy had a tweet yesterday. He said, real oh, talk, I see Mida inserting itself in the meta. Mm-hmm. I really do. Always been a versatile weapon. Now, 0.9 TTK, boosted movement speed, one second no distraction activation. 35% flinch reduction and can have two unflinching mods. Radar active while ADS, 100 aim assist. So, I mean, if you listen it off like that, it sounds pretty good. Just yeah. have to see. I still don't love scouts, but of scouts, it, it it's reasonable. Yeah, it was the, yeah, it was the premier one, you know what I'm saying, scout for its time. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, no, the, the, what it is, I think the cell is no distraction in its new form. So, yeah. you know, we shall see if it really, you know, because I think, for for Mida to shine, it's got to be able to handle uh, 120s from the distance, in my yeah. opinion. You know what I mean? And bother snipers. Snipers, right? yeah. Right. So if it's doing that, then, yeah, it could be effective. And, I, you know, I, I like scouts to kind of make a comeback. And I don't think the whole archetype is, but Mida is suited, you know, hopefully to shine. So hopefully what cool guy is saying, it would be nice. I, I, I like, you know, Mida to come back a little bit. Not to get too crazy, yeah. but, you know, a little bit. So we got the, we got the Hawk Moon. Hawk Moon increased priority of Paracausal Charge and Paracausal Shot buff text. Basically, they just said making sure it's staying on screen so you can see it so it doesn't drop off. Mm-hmm. The future, sometime further into season 14. I'm gonna go Dead Man's Tail first because I have a weird thought it. about the other one. With the upcoming nerf to 120 hand cannon range, we expect to see a surge of Dead Man's Tail usage, which is already high. We had enough moving pieces in season 14 that we didn't want to try and squeeze this in at the time. But we have a change ready to go that reigns in its ability to da- challenge sniper rifles, which I'm going to say something in a second. Mm-hmm. 120 hand cannons and scout rifles while in hip fire without detracting from the fantasy of the weapon. I am sorry, but if a hip fire 
fill in whatever word goes beyond that. Hip fire, anything can challenge a sniper rifle. No, <laughs> that's just no in my book. I'm sorry, but the whole point of a sniper rifle should not be to get messed with by one of those. <laughs> you should at least have to be down the iron sights to screw with a sniper rifle. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, so man. that's me. Anyway, thoughts? Dead Man's Tale did not become a pain point until it started flooding the trials playlist. I feel it really got exposed. I think it was the a Dead Cliffs weekend, and n- multiple matches that I played was people running up to the catwalk area, and they, it was either lion rampant titans or flying floating warlocks, just hovering as high as possible with Dead Man's Tale out and. I just didn't know what to do. Me and my team just, you'd walk out in the lane and you'd be like, oh, they're up there. Dead. You were dead. <laughs> <laughs> just getting team top. Not to many that had damage ramp ups yeah, insane. Yeah, see, by time they, see by the time they've got like two crit taps on you, which ain't hard to hit. Mm-hmm. They just, you're just wiped, honestly. And don't get me wrong, that's me maybe using a 120 hand cannon still. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard to fight against on, on stacks. It becomes really noticeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing about that conversation, interestingly, and I'm glad it's actually getting changed because, as far as I know, console Dead Man's Tale isn't really a, a pain point on there. They, not, as not as much at all. And I wonder why that. I think it's because you've got that easier hip fire control on PC, and this thing's got just deadly accuracy. Yeah. Um, what's the role, Pitch? What's the role people are using? Uh, in, if you know in PvP with Dead Man's, are they using what? You know, which one? Uh, there's, dude, there's so many. I think mm-hmm. top picks for me, at least, was moving target and Vorpal. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm chasing a Vorpal Dead Man's Tail because, like, you cast Ooh. a super against a Dead Man's Tail and already shut you down. Yeah, I think a Vorpal yeah. one, Vorpal ones, just swap, swap mid round, swap when the supers come up, and you could take people out in three or four taps, including yeah. like Team of Titans. Yeah, I gotta, um, I gotta get back in there and get some more better rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been running I, that. I, to I love the gun. The- the seasonal, the chosen seal. I've been getting my scannables in there, so I've got a couple of those. Okay. Well, I was curious. I was very curious about that. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, you know, that man's going to be out here. It's going to be out here for a while. You know, they, they said they, they, they're going to look at it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, for sure. Based on what you're describing, Bridget, that sounds pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. I never jumped in there a while, so... uh yeah, Vorpal, all that stuff, moving target, all that stuff. And then, like you said, that damage ramp up, that's yeah. what really sets it apart. So, yeah, yeah they're going to have to deal with that. It's mm. like one crit, one or two crits, and you're way into 100 to the head territory, which is mental, at like 30, 40 meters. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, it's great to see a scout rifle shine, but I mm. think that's just too low risk, high rewards at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, hip, so yeah, when they just said, "Hey, we want to rein in the hip fire grip against sniper rifles," I'm like, "Excuse me, that's wrong." <laughs> if you're ADS and you put that little like iron sight on them and you hit them, I get that. No hip fire grip should hit that far. If a sniper's like, I'm thinking of, is it Convergence, the big one like Pantheon from D1, big yeah. ass long sniper. If you're messing with people on that map, stop. Just stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Okay, so here's the one that I read, and I was probably more confused when done reading it mm-hmm. than when I started. All shotguns. We don't expect the change to the two dominant shotguns, Bellwinter's Lie, Astral Horizon, replacing Quick Draw with Surplus, <laughs> that's the change, 
and nerfing quick draw to really move the needle on shotgun usage overall in PvP. Shocking. Still going to be there. We agree with some of the comments that weapon usage is not only dependent on tuning, but that map design is also a factor. What? However, we want more weapons to be viable on all maps, and we can achieve this through tuning, giving other special weapons more room to excel. Specifics coming later. All they told me is shotguns are still going to be around and they're looking at special weapons. Like, okay, would you get anything out of this? Oh, hold on. Fusion rifles. As with some other changes, we don't want to bump these up too fast, so we'll follow up if needed. Once again, more nothing. Like, but the shotgun, so the question is, like, shotguns are still going to be there. They know quick drones are there, but again, the way the maps are designed, they flat set it. Corridors and things, unless you are on a map like Convergence, of which you've still got the higher tier, shotguns, sliding behemoth shotgun, they're still very, very prevalent. What's this? Is there no raising my hand? I didn't want to interrupt. I'm being respectful. I appreciate it. What's that? <laughs> um, yeah, um, I don't maybe I'm looking into this. Maybe I'm two rose-colored glasses here. But I see the word map mentioned twice. Maps. You know, based on the maps, viable on specific specifics coming later. If I about special weapon more, tuning, not maps. There's not a map coming set next season. No, that we might get no. a map. Then we might get some new crucible no. maps. Nope. No. No. Don't even Damn. hope. Damn. I, I would keep just, your I, expectations I at zero. So if it's a if it's a but, keep those expectations at zero. If it goes up from there, you can only win. Man, I was, you know, I was just no, hoping, um, you know, don't even, no, nope, don't even, don't, don't think about it. Don't, <laughs> no, it's not worth your, it's not worth the, the heartbreak. Ugh. Uh, you know, because it said they want, they want them to be viable on all maps. You never know. Yeah, the ones we have, not new ones. <laughs> Pidge, <laughs> thoughts on this whole weird paragraph? Look, I can hope, I can dream. It is earlier. See when now you've read it back slowly enough, like it does sound like a weird paragraph. It's just like yeah, it's over a, here. Just they're, just, they're, yeah. they're just saying, yeah, yeah, shotguns are gonna be dominant for a bit, yeah. Uh we're gonna try and get everything working nicely. Also, map maps have a, a part to play in these things. I think it's more of a statement than information, isn't it? It's not really it's not really giving as much to go on. Mm-hmm. Um, me personally, I'm a chaperone main, so I can't wait to like wreck some people that have been heavily Shab- relying on uh, quick draw and stuff for mm-hmm. quick shutdowns. Yeah, Shab- um, nice. but the whole quick draw and their thing is a conversation its own because I've got a lot of weapons in the game that uh, have quick draw that aren't special weapons and they were pretty viable in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did. I, I think it's just a statement. They're just kind of. Saying this is where the game's at. So these shotguns are going to be pretty dominant, by the way. We think, I think they're just saying there'll, there'll come a time where they'll try and make it even more balanced if, if it's still out, really bad outliers. So we'll see. Yeah, Shabro, your Shabro gonna be nice out here, man. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely gonna be running the table. Good shout for out to, shout out to New Rad, who watched somebody with Chaperone in Well of Radiance map somebody from almost 30 meters. <laughs> Yeah, nice. he oh, showed me the clip and I about wow. lost my mind. I was like, wow. I'm sorry, he just hit that shot? That's crazy. That is an insane combination. It's probably not going to come up all that often, but yeah, it was like, well, and uh, well, Luna Faction, sorry, well, Luna Faction with Chaperone, like almost 26, 27, 30 meters, it was some stupid number, and I was like, wow, that's terrifying. I may as well just <laughs> shut my game down at that point. I feel like yeah, you've been killed by Shepron from halfway across the map. Well, you've been disconnected. You got killed so hard, your internet died. 
Yo, 28. Yeah, 26 and a half meters is just dumb. I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow. So there's a tip for you in a good clip. Try and work on getting that to happen. Yeah. Get a get a start, get a crazy, crazy one. Mm-hmm. As for that, we've got, you know, go for the gold. You got guard, Guardian Games, some hot fixes. One thing, the Reactive Pulse mod from Charge with Light may no longer be emitting a burst of damaging arc energy. That's literally what it's supposed to do. That's one <laughs> of the... So, like, that's the only thing. You got some hot fixes and other stuff that are in there, which is fine. But that was the only one that's actually functional. Everything else seems to be mm-hmm. cosmetic, which is fine. Um, yeah, last thing I wanted to say, obviously, I know you still may have other things to do, but time-wise, next week... Oh, it, the bomb's going to drop for whatever season of the redacted or yes. re, season of redacted. I keep saying of the is not there. Just season yeah, of the redacted trailer. Um, there's been a rumor about one thing like ripped off Uh-oh. the off the website of a name. What's going on? We, so we, we may it. get into some like spoiler rumor question mark spoiler territory. territory. So yeah, if you do it. want to tune out, you are more thing. than welcome to. Um, <laughs> but there was a rumor of somebody just basically pulling data off the website. Mm-hmm. Season of these five, four, three, two, two one. one. Splicer. Uh-huh. Now, some people are like Siva, Siva, because all that mm-hmm. stuff's been going around on Twitter. Splicers theoretically are fallen scientists. If you go into the lore, that's their main perk of taking technology, trying to figure out a way to fall and use it. But that can be with anything, so it's not specifically Siva related. Mm-hmm. But season of the splicer was the piece of data which now reads as XXXXX. Like they mm-hmm. they grayed it out in the text. So it was found and now it's been basically removed. Mm-hmm. So whether it is that or not, two questions. One, how long do you guys think next season will be? Mostly for mm-hmm. Pigeon, because we've talked about this. And two. Uh, Icor is kind of coming to next season. Do you have any idea where the season could go story-wise? Uh, as far as season length, this is something we spoke about because the Witch Queen's out in January. Is it January 2022 or a bit further down? Just 2022 is all we know. It could be January. It could be April. We have, don't have a firm uh, anything. So I, even that as a minimum, that's going to add several weeks to each season that we're due. If we're following the same models last year, which was what four main like seasonal releases after yep. the initial, uh, so time wise, yeah, it could be a very long season. It could be potential four month seasons on our hands mm. uh, coming up. Uh, as for story, I, I talk about this a lot with my community uh, when we get the like I said the tin foil hats on or spin foil hats on, and uh, it's like there's no coherency for story right now. We've got the whole crow timeline and yeah. i think that's developing really nicely but everything else is kind of in the background again like the like the witch queen they started touching on that again last season like the arrival of shiva raf's stuff yep. uh, but it's not really it doesn't feel like it's starting to converge yet it feels very open and if yep. the season's going to go on to introduce a new like conflict which is great i mean that's that's how you spin out these stories but it leaves other stuff way open questions and that's including stuff that's already covered in the lore um so i don't know man could could go on for four or five months and story-wise no idea i mean we'd, we'd, we've not really had a closure for this season yet the last yeah. thing that happened was again spoiler alert was the, the potential betrayal is of Allah, or it looks like the, the fate betrayal 
mm-hmm. of titles of Allah. Right. And it's like, what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously and like, the, the final Guardian film? game ceremony is going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, the Guardian games as well. <laughs> I seen a meme and it was like, uh, the, the, the Witch Queen's coming. Guardian game. <laughs> just, just for now, yeah. Oh my god, funny. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I think you know, it's, it's definitely gonna be longer. You know, what I'm saying I feel you know definitely a longer season. Uh, where this is going, I think the problem is we've we had such was on such a roll narratively with battlegrounds to get to this very abrupt stop. And then they just gave us Guardian games and and then you know a whole bunch of Iron Banner. So obviously the Keitel resolution, you know, has to I, I'm curious how they transition the end of this season with the uh you know the Keitel stuff and 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 Crow and all that. But with this next season stuff that you're spoiling, <laughs> um still don't even know honestly if we don't know if it's <clears throat> i don't know splice it just sound i don't know why i'm not excited about that name i don't know why <laughs> but you know it's not you know I, maybe i just gotta see the trail i gotta see where they're going with it you know i'm a big fan of siva so i yeah i would like it back but who like knows it doesn't if, even have to specifically be siva even if splicers are there true but i would like siva back. okay fair enough <laughs> fair. i just want siva back like i, I just think it's cool it, it's 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 something sitting in the vault that they can pull out, you know, from a, you know, what you call it? What is it? Plague? What they call it? Plaguelands. Yeah, Plaguelands. You know, all that stuff. Then there was that little, um, what is it? The Forge. Remember the Forge and all of that? Like, I don't know. I mean, that would be probably too much of a ripoff of Rise of Iron. But um, they need they need to do something. I'm just curious to see cohesively how the Cato thing flows into it. Because I don't want it to be a situation where it's just a complete cutoff from Cato. We don't talk about her no more. New thing, new, new bad, new bad, you know, you know, kind of thing. I, I just want some nice, you know, cohesion with this. I want to know where the Cato thing goes, because clearly she's allied with us. Clearly she did not betray us, you know. I don't want her to just disappear like Vintage Destiny, and then we don't see her again, you know, at, at yeah. least know what she's actively doing before we transition into that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. That That's probably my main curiosity. I'm always curious, narratively, when a season starts, how, where they go to it. So, that, that's what I'm at. What, yeah. about, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you sit there and you say five months, you go May, June, July, August, September. And if you do another five months, you go October, November, December, January, February. That at least probably is where I would picture it to be. We've never had a five month season. So then, so the question, my main question, wonder is are they going to try and stick to their standard cadence? We talked about this last time of a three month season, normal time frame for things, do their normal stuff, and then do another three month season with just a big gap? Or do they stretch something to five months? So at least whatever narrative they're trying to connect to Witch Queen is somewhat closer to that. And again, next week is going to tell a lot. Somebody was wondering how next week is going to go. I would probably put my money on a teaser on Tuesday, trailer on Wednesday with the season page and everything on Thursday in the TWAB. Like, seems to be what they do. Yeah. 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 Um, gonna be, the trailer's going to be lit. You're oh, the trailer's going to be lit. Awesome music, just like awesome total music. hype drop in. Oh, yeah. Fog. Oh, that, you know, it, it, the trailer's going to be lit. Vault of Glass like, Returns. We get to see what Ikora's up to. Yep. Ikora's going to be voicing it because we've seen the action. Wasn't she? Did she record something recently? I don't know. 
I thought they saw like for each um Vanguard, I saw like some uh video slash two. Well, but actually there was one with Nathan affiliated with K, but I don't know how old it was. But oh that's that's probably not recent because yeah, that's probably not recent. Yeah. But anyway, long story short, yeah, like to see the actress if they if they you know we haven't heard from Hot Corner, like what's going on? The trailer gonna be lit, the excitement's gonna be high. The question is, like you said, how long this is gonna it has to be a long season. I was like, that yeah. calendar is going to tell me exa- what they're playing. I've been waiting on that one forever because, like, yeah. what those dates are, oh, yeah. yeah. We're either going to have, because, I mean, if it's like this season front-loaded and then you get your time to work on what you want to, that's not a bad thing overall. It gives you time to play yeah. other stuff. There's a lot of other stuff. So, I mean, oh, it's yeah. not, like, May all of a sudden got full. I was like, how did that happen? But it's basically mm-hmm. full. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll see how the rest of it goes. And, again, it's what their comfort is in letting basically trials weekends occasional iron banners and not much other stuff maintain the game while they work on like the heavy dev of witch queen and i'm just kind of curious what they do like that will be a very very interesting discussion next week i'm so curious to see that calendar oh yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. Faux show Faux show well as we wrap up and stealing this man for about two hours i don't have mm-hmm. a whole lot else at this point um but the big thing i want to do is thank this awesome Scotsman from joining us this morning. Uh, Pigeon, thank you very much for joining us. Awesome to have you on. Um, okay. Biggest thing right now is... Got a dab. Uh, <laughs> that's my chat stuff to screw with me. Got to have them. Uh, just like what you got going on? What are you working on? What are you planning for next season? What can they find you? What do they see you doing? Is there any cool projects? Because I know you work on some sound stuff too. So floor is yours. Let everybody who listens to this thing know what is going on in your world. Sweet. Well, thanks for having us, first of all. Finally, good to sit down. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. For sure. I've been, yep. I said this a while ago, to be honest, but you guys have a solid schedule. So thanks for accommodating me today. Absolutely. And been up so bright and early, your way. So, <laughs> uh, for those that haven't checked me already, uh, I primarily am hanging out on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash pigeon. Uh, I've actually got an announcement coming up in the next hour. Oh, you guys might be interested. So follow, follow the uh, Twitters or where oh, we where are we looking oh, for that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you Thanks can check me on Twitter and it's going to be at Pigeon with an underscore at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, we're currently pushing for partnership on Twitch. Yeah, for, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. You are like you are there. So close. So close. Yeah. So yeah. freaking close. Um, other than that, I'm I'm pretty much I've got a wee shopping list doing Destiny too. Uh, like I said, I was theory crafting stuff for the, the metas. I'm like, I've got a few things in mind I want to, want to nab. So if I was to come hang out, I'll be chasing that stuff, keeping the conversation going. And yeah, you, I, that's all. I'm just here to have a chat, to be honest. I'm just, I love talking about the game. Ouija <laughs> said, this, you got to debut your OnlyFans. That's going to be only it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I it. Weegee got I me. Weekly got is it weekly? Yeah, yeah. weekly yeah. straight up got me. Yeah, yeah he got it. He got it. As we as we he's a uh, I'm glad he's glass region. So Weegee's like a. Hey, do you know what? There's there's one for your. your there we go. Later. That's a free one. That's free. So Weegee, a Weegee's a, a someone who who resides in Glasgow. Uh, oh, okay. Sadly, it's not. I'll, I'll spoiler. It's not good. It's not the only fans, but uh, it's it's going to be a pretty hype announcement for for everyone. Oh, uh, other than that, yeah, I'll be getting prepped for the season. I'm I'm already scheduling time off to take part in the launch. I'm hyped for potential trailer material next week. I love reacting to those. Yes. Um, 
that's that. Oh, like we G, not we. Uh, it looks like we glee. No, I know we G. G. Oh, I was just a little far away. Like the, the lowercase <laughs> I so I said weegly. Well, now you're weegly, so you can use that pitch. You can have that one. He got me to bust out. Uh, it's you are now weegly. So uh, yes. now you're just wiggly, 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 wiggly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's name actually weegly is probably what you say sounding wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, the no, honestly, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure and buzzing to be on and keep doing what you're doing, is all I'm going to say. Uh, I already told you before we came on today, I've been watching, watching slash listening since pre-Forsaken wow. and like uh, I, I see the update, episode updates in Spotify, try to jam, on, jam them on and work. So it's going to be kind of surreal to see uh, Pigeon episodes uh, if it's released. And I didn't swear once, by the way. I hey, that that is, bro. You, you like you earned fire. you earned a swear jar like free buffer. When you get back to your sweet scream stream, let it all out, man. Just yeah, get in there man. and start the stream with just like a doo, just a constant. <laughs> I was like, absolutely, okay. yeah, man. Again, tremendous to have you on. Love what you do in the community. Love your energy. Hilarious, fun. You know what I mean? Shout out to the, I've got your, uh, they can talk about your, your guitar skills, the, the skills, oh, yeah. bro, that cover of that Same Festival you. of the Lost. I forgot to shout you out on that. You killed that. Love what you're doing, man. And um, yeah, we're looking forward to this announcement. Sadly, it's not the only fans that the fans really wanted, but yeah, I mean, another you gotta give the fans, you gotta give the fans what they want and they so want the only fans. But <laughs> 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 well, we get that, but yeah, man, salute to you, man, for sure. This was a lot of fun. Doubt. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, yeah, seriously, man, it's like I've watched you explode and your meteoric rise has been awesome to watch. You're pushing for partner. All I can all I can say is just apply however many times it takes because you are damn sure going to get it, which seems yeah. to be a pain in the butt for everybody that I've ever seen. They're like, got to go again. Got to go again. You will definitely yeah. get that. You 100 percent deserve it. You've been killing it, man. That is so awesome. It, and yeah. It's yeah. just been pleasant to have you on this morning. Had an absolute blast. Like cheeks are hurting because we're having so much fun. That's always a good episode. Um, so I can't go too wrong with that one. Um, but that being said, Cog, what yes. you got coming up? Oh, <laughs> um, what do I got going on? Oh, yeah. ILO podcast this Sunday. Get some insider talk. He's been ruffling some feathers. So it's actually a good time to get this gentleman on. It uh, is Venture Beats own Jeff grub ah. so we'll get all the scoops we'll talk probably some returnal you know get what's going on there and uh also some latest industry games industry stuff and sales and steam and all type of stuff going on so check us out sunday 1 p.m eastern iron law podcast check us out it'll be up there and we'll have our, our man jeff grub also um also some special announcements be on uh look out for some special announcements on that show as well maybe some giveaways so stay tuned <laughs> free yeah. stuff i'm there free stuff hey free stuff show up man you never free know t-shirt free t-shirt that's all you gotta say free t-shirt everybody will be there everybody will be there yeah so come you'll show that out and then um yeah man and as far as the website you know what i'm saying lordsgaming.net check us out there we'll have some stuff cooking and of course no the last word is always fun. It's always back, my bro, Ebontis, having fun with the community. And Paige, man, had a great time, brother. Had a great time. Looking forward to see your growth and everything you got going on. So that's what I got, E. What about you, boy? Returnal, what you got? Oh, more yeah. Uh, got? Yeah, so I started last night for about 90 minutes. I got one run in. I'm going to be playing as much Returnal. I thought I was going to have to help a friend's parents, like, dig a hole for a pool. 
So I'm okay. not like I was like I mean not just me and a shovel. There was going to be more I'm people about to and say stuff. It's just you. Yeah, I'm out. The, I, I come back on the show and I'm just like this swole. Yeah, like, like, this, like, like what'd you do? I moved Earth. I moved a chunk of Earth, so I'm big. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it just it's raining like crazy around here. So we'd just be in a swamp. So that's not going to happen. So that being said, probably a lot of Eternal. I am 90 minutes in, and a couple of my friends were literally asking me this morning, "Is it worth the buy?" I'm like, I'm 90 minutes in, and I want to just scream from the rafters. Yes. Like, I've heard really good things. The reviews are pretty solid. But honestly, mm-hmm. yeah, is Justin here? Yeah, he's the one who needs the flex. That man, yeah, yeah, my yeah. large legs, his <laughs> arms are the size of my legs. So, like, I'm usually, like, of my friends, my legs are, like, pretty strong and thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that man, be. beast mode. Doesn't matter. He's right. like, oh, we have trucks. I just, oh, I squat oh, trucks. Oh, oh, I see you, Paige. I see that, Paige. Oh, we got, we got flex. flex. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was a pole day. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh, there he is. He's <laughs> in he chat. Is. He's like, oh, did somebody ring? You rang? <laughs> you rang. There we go. There we go. Uh, put them away, Pidge. Yeah. See, too many, too many guns on this podcast. We gonna, we gonna get, uh, we gonna get uh, out of control in here. But no, honestly, Returnal so far. I will be streaming probably all weekend that I can. That because it looks so far in like the one run I had, so cool. So come check that one out. I'll be streaming that one. Um, but yeah, finished Ori. A lot of cool stuff. And then, you know, Destiny's around the corner. Yeah, just stay tuned. We'll be breaking down trailer, frame-by-frame analysis. You You know know that's going to come. I'm going to be like, bink, bink. Okay, oh, what's in this frame? Like, we're going to go through it all. So that'll be next week for me. Um, But no, it's like, it's been an absolute pleasure, Pidge, to have you on. Um, Thank you very much for also, your schedule worked out so we could occupy even more of your time in our usual two-hour fashion. Yeah, thank so. you for staying longer, brother. Yeah, I dude. was like, damn, I want to talk more sandbox. I know, I so dude. Was, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Well, as I said, I got some good news there, so um, I was able to stay on pretty much. That's, nice. that's been a just day. I'm glad. I am perfect. I'm glad as well. Like, nice. When it could have been cut off time, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I can still stay on. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But we are gonna go raid Silver Spear after this one. Um, she has been killing it on the Conqueror helps right now. She has been blowing up as well. Part of honestly, even a new group as well. So go give some love over to her. She is the one who dragged me to Conquer. So uh-huh. her and Save the Blade, he raided us early at the start of the show. So check out both of those. They are awesome people. Um, so we're gonna go raid them when we're done. But we're let's wrap this episode up. It is April 30th. Thank you, chat. You guys have been absolutely amazing. You guys have been awesome Fire. just blowing up today Pidge brought the entire coop in here and you guys have been cracking me up uh all the regulars all the new people thank you follow all of these people iron lords podcast lord cognito if you guys are from my world please go follow pigeon go you know jump in his coop and see what's happening there because you'll have a good time and for yes. me and Cibantis, if you find the cheetah it's me yeah so for episode number 147 uh we are not far from 150 we've got an awesome episode next week we are going to have ek uh, the man with the golden vault will be on talking about all things that is the new season. So tune in. That's going to be an evening show next week. That'll be 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So, Pidge, you should be asleep by then, but you'll probably be awake. <laughs> um, and other than that, uh, for this episode, it has been the, the last, last word. word. <laughs>